I once had a seagull shit in my eye. It was open. It's on video, on beta. I was at the beach feeding the seagulls, and you just see me hit the deck. Supposed to seagull put me down. Oh. It's probably the only time I'd ever want a beta player just to watch that. I have a beta player in my office. I'll find the tape. We always, it was always like, my family always taped shit where it was like, Mark's third birthday slash Ewok adventure. <laughs> so it was always like, it was like parts of my birthday and then like a shitty made for TV Star Wars movie and then like the parts of my birthday. And, I hope and it cuts back and forth too because that would make the Ewok adventure so much better. What's wrong with the Ewok adventure? Yeah, Rich. Sacrilege. <laughs> I have to watch it. I haven't seen it in God, 20, 30 years. I think I have it on DVD. I, I prefer the holiday special. Is it on special. DVD? Yeah. Yeah, you can. Ewok Adventures on... Yeah. I wonder if I can get it on iTunes. I'd pay for that movie. I have it. Yeah, but I'll pay for it. Do you think they did like an HD restoration of it? Probably not. (laughs) Of the Ewok Adventure? Let's start this. Welcome to the NEPA Scene Podcast. This is episode 49. We're coming to you from the Stude at 258 Studios in Scranton. Mm-hmm. I'm Rich Howells. I'm the founder and editor of NEPA Scene. I'm Lauren Corralico. I don't have a smoothie and I bit my tongue and it hurts. Lauren also got new teeth. I'm Mark. <laughs> they're not new teeth. They're just a dental application. Yeah, an appliance. Is it Invisalign? I don't want to name the brand because they're not sponsoring us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Got to shake everybody down for money. If they they want to talk, I'm good. I'm I'm paying good money for this orthodontia, and it makes me sound like this. Do you do you like them? I actually do really like them. Even though it makes you sound like a complete and total fool. Yeah. All right. I'm I'm just happy that you that you have the courage to do it. Yeah. To be like, listen. Listen to me. (laughs) Listen. I I just really want to. I just really want to get married, and I want to make sure that everyone, my teeth are perfect for my wedding day. Right. Uh, that Pretty was much? that was the the initial impetus. <laughs> but <laughs> since impetus? then, since then, I've discovered that it's helping my TMJ. And so you've had them for three days now. You good? I've had them for three days. I don't have a headache right now. Really? Yeah. So this is why you're chipper. I'm I'm better than I normally are. I haven't yelled at you yet. Stop All endorsing right. them. They're not paying us. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows whose it is. We didn't mention. Oh, well, that's true. We didn't say the brand. Bleep out the brand when you said it by accident. Oh yeah, I'll just uh, invisit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one's gonna catch that. It's like on the TV show, and it's like. But- I was told. I was told I would stop talking like this within a couple of days. I've only. I had hope it you in don't. Friday. I really do. <laughs> I mean, just for my own personal satisfaction, I just hope you're lithby for. You, a you know. Really long you know time. what this really is. I keep biting my tongue. But I keep snapping the inside of my lip because I'm not used to what, putting them in and out. and it's just... So you're going to have good teeth, but you're just not going to be able to have a tongue. Mm. Mm. It's the sacrifices you make, Lauren. Mm. You know? You know what helps? <laughs> Every word that comes out of your mouth. <laughs> Smoothies. 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 <laughs> Listen, guys. I wish, I wish the juice bar was open. They weren't so do open I. When, I came, when I came So by. do I. I walked there and they were closed. Your teeth are amazing. And we're here with... <laughs> We're here with Jamie Nelson to talk about dental hygiene. What's up, guys? 
Hi, Jamie Nelson. <laughs> no, we're actually here to talk uh, to him about uh, video games because uh, he runs uh, One Up Games in Forty Fort. Uh, he also has a uh, charity called uh, the NES Trail, which we'll talk about. Hmm. And uh, we he's also part of our NEPA Gaming Challenge, uh, which you can see on NEPA Scene every week. So welcome, Jamie. Thank you. It's good to be here. So yeah, if you want to want to see me make an ass of myself you know check out the nepa gaming challenge <laughs> it's always a good time absolutely well let's start with uh what we have on the site this week uh we have photos of uh rhett miller who was uh recently at the uh the kirby center uh we have a bunch of uh concert announcements uh if you like country music uh lone star is uh coming to penn's peak on uh saturday july 16th I guess they're back with their original singer. So if uh, you were a fan of uh, hearing amazing over and over and over again on every single radio station for the last, you know, 15 years or so, uh, then you can go to that and hear it again. Uh, comedian Jim Brewer will also be at Penn Speak on uh, September 30th. Uh, Grammy Award winning uh, trumpeter uh, Chris Body will be at the Sands Bethlehem Event Center on July 16th. See when when uh, when Mark leaves the room, I can just bang these out. I yeah, can that was keep, really I, fast. I can just go right, right, right through them. Lone Star. Oh, jeez. That's the first thing I thought of too. Right. That's you're all delicious. I, <laughs> that's all I could think of. Lone Star. All right, keep going. I'm sorry. Um, Queen, A Night in Bohemia. This is really cool. Uh, the first time that they ever played. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody live. Uh, they have the whole concert uh, that you can see at uh, uh, Cinemark 20 in music, uh, which also they, they're playing a never before seen documentary uh, with, uh, you know, footage of the band in the early days and everything. Um, that's on March 8th. All right, so it's not like you're going to go up there for eight minutes of Bohemian Rhapsody and then leave. No, okay. no, there's, there's a whole concert plus the documentary on top of that, so... Mm. That's pretty cool. Best voice in rock and roll ever. Can't can't disagree with that. Um, we have photos of uh, Flyer Mile and Tired Army at the uh, Susquehanna Tavern in Exeter. Uh, we also have photos of Earthmouth, Foul Taste, and Wrath of Typhoon in Scranton. Um, oh, and uh, this is an interesting one. This is this is something we posted today that I'm sure we'll we'll mm -hmm. probably uh, talk about. Uh, relatively soon or, or uh, maybe on the next show uh, in the last word or whatever. But uh, Pennsylvania, as it turns out, has the fifth largest number of hate groups in the United States. And we also have the highest number of anti-government groups, which uh, jumped quite a bit in the past year. I That's wonder bullshit. Why. Who wrote that? I hate them. <laughs> well, the, uh, oh, the irony. You know that that's the that's the funny thing is is the comments are about what I would have expected. You know, there's there's most people will say, "Oh, I knew that. I'm sure there's a million, you know, whatever here, and this is it's terrible and blah blah blah." And the other parts are like, "Oh, well, who, who makes up these statistics? It's all bullshit." And it's like, <laughs> "Hey, are those the guys from the groups being like, we're, no, it wasn't us.'" <laughs> Really? You have a pointed hat on as you're typing this. The names of some of these <laughs> groups alone were a little scary. Did yeah. they, did they, I didn't, I'm sorry, I was working. I didn't read it. Do they name the they, groups? They name groups. Yes. Yeah. How yes. many groups do we have that hate? There's a number, a great number. I mean, is there like a hate group for like, I hate, like, fuck SpongeBob? There, there are, or is it like, there are 40, is it like real 40 deal? hate groups and 60 anti-government groups in Pennsylvania alone. There's more and there's more groups that hate the government than yes. hate specific things. Right. Exactly. And we're talking all kinds of hate too. We're talking everything from 
you know, people who just hate other races to uh, Holocaust deniers to like all kinds of like crazy shit. So when you say groups, do they have like meetings? Like, do they meet at like the local Perkins and talk about this or? Y- yes. In fact, uh, what they did was they specifically uh, pushed out any gr- groups that were basically just a guy with a freaking website, you know, like just a jer. Yeah. Yeah. Just some dude who's hating people on Reddit or something like that. <laughs> He just walked by and flipped me off. <laughs> Go back home. It was literally like the. Did you ever see the the Triumph the Insult comic dog when they bring the Star Trek guy to the Star Wars thing and, it, and it's Spock just doing this? Tell, tell he literally back just to his did room. that. All right. So what That's other hate perfect. groups are there? There's a hate group. Why are we that, laughing about this? It's not. Well, it's so ridiculous that it's funny. That it's funny. And yeah. if you can't laugh at terrible, terrible things, especially the Ku Klux Klan. I mean, come like, on. I mean, How they, is that they are still comical. a thing? They're at, like absolutely stupid. And I there's, there's two and- of them. There's one in Scranton and one in Wilkes-Barre. Are you serious? Yeah, there's two different. And they're, they're two different factions of the same group. Apparently, didn't I see in the article that there's a group turf? of Holocaust deniers? Yeah, yeah, she said that. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. In drums of all places, drums, Pennsylvania. As they have, they figured it out. They've, they've, they've figured it out. Now, now, you know, this is something that you know throughout history they've been trying to disprove. You know, all these different groups out there. Now, finally, in drums, Pennsylvania, we got They right. have the answers. <laughs> Thank God for drums. Jesus fucking Christ. Maybe they could tackle Stonehenge next. <laughs> Are they denying it? Is there a group that denies Stonehenge? That would be hysterical. So. That would be really funny. Those, that's cardboard and plaster. That'll be part two of our documentary series. Yes. On, yeah, on hate groups. Mm. Yeah, there's a whole four in northeastern Pennsylvania, so we're not too worried. We only have four? Well, there's the two. So we have the, the two chapters the, of the KKK. Exactly. You and have, then we have ones who hate you, pizza. You have uh, white, white nationalists, who uh, the American Action uh, Coalition. So generic, too. Like, American Action Coalition. Like, you couldn't come up with a more generic name for your group. Well, I mean, it's the AAC. <laughs> <laughs> I Which probably watched, stands for a hundred other things. I just watched a documentary where this uh, white supremacist moved to like this town. I forget the name of it. I watched it, but it, it the the AAC played like a prom. Like he went and bought land in like this like this eight family town, <laughs> and was going to give it away to all the hate groups that he liked. And the town was just like, and it's really weird because like there's like there's like there's like this one black dude, and he's like, <laughs> and like he's and he's like he's like, well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go because of these people, right? You know, and you can't. And he's like good for him, right? And and like it's like had like this like like here's a guy who like moved like with his family to like a really nice Midwest town, mm-hmm. and then this crazy asshole shows up, right? And makes it like he's like oh like you you like the poor guy like you just see like the, like seriously, <laughs> and um but yeah he bought plots of land for like all of his white supremacist friends and it, with, with no running water no plumbing or anything and they're like. Okay planted there i gotta i'll figure out the name keep keep, keep talking Let me just say that it's it's horrible it's it's awful but in america it's glorious because they have the right to believe what they want to believe and say what they want to say as long as they're not eliciting any sort of violent action right and yeah but like their their mission statement is i mean where where do we draw the line honestly i mean let's get into games okay <laughs> <laughs> So, Jamie, uh, you run a. Oh, it's welcome store. to leave. I'm sorry. <laughs> the documentary is called. I'm oh, sorry, okay. Jamie. 
you run a store called One Up Games. Now, you have an interesting story of how you got into that originally because you were in a completely different profession before you got into Oh, God, please tell me you were a lawyer. No, no, no. I was actually an accountant. Um, oh, for really? Years. Yeah, I was the, the in-house controller for a local industrial machine installer. And uh, I just always had like an entrepreneurial spirit. And uh, I hate the idea of my success being tied to the success of somebody else. I mean, while it's scary why as make, shit. Why make uh, other people's dreams come true and yeah. forget your own? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, always wanted to do it. And actually, it's kind of goofy. I, I started doing um, mod chips and rapid, rapid fire mod chips and controllers just goofing around one day. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do this. It's going to be fun. I'm going to take it apart. I got this magnifying glass I'm soldering under because the boards are so damn small. Oh, my God. You're like halt and catch fire. Like uh, I don't know about that. But uh, yeah, so I started doing that and I would do, you know, I would sell a couple controllers. I would trade for some games. People would be like, oh man, that's really cool. But, you know, I can't justify 50 bucks for that. You know, I got these games I don't play anymore. And I was like, yeah, all right, cool. <laughs> and then I kind of just spiraled out of control. And So you went to school for accounting. That I did. a big boy job. Yep. And then you just started doing mods on the side. Right. Wait, so how old were you when you... Started doing mods. Well, yeah, but no. When, how old did you get the big? When you got the accounting job? Oh, uh, well, I just turned forty, so uh, yeah, 40, I was twenty nine, no dude. Oh yeah, really? Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. want to, you know, come sound on, like I'm hitting on you, but that's all right. I was hoping for that shoulder oh. rub, maybe <laughs> not still, the pillow, but it's still early. Good, good. I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah, so I just I. I wasn't happy with the direction, you know, that I was going and th- how things were. And I just decided that I wanted more freedom and which I didn't get. No, you don't. You, no. You're an entrepreneur now. Yeah, I'm a slave. Yeah, you're a retail <laughs> slave. Th- that's Absolutely. your new, you live and die for your business now. That I do. That I do. But what did you want? It like you didn't want to be an accountant. No, did you? absolutely not. No, I always thought that I'd be an artist or a musician and a teacher or something, everything and anything <laughs> other than. But thankfully I'm pragmatic. So, you know, when I started school, I was actually an IT major with a minor in accounting for, you know, e-commerce way, way long ago. Cause I'm 40 now. So I still believe you. Um, <clears throat> well, it's true. And, uh, accounting just seemed to click and I was just like, all right, you know what? I can pay my bills. I can support a family. It's not love, but you know, I can make it work. Maybe I could do, you know, other things. And so here I am. It's gotta be a longer story than that. It really isn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a pretty simple guy. So how long have you had the shop then? Uh, just about two and a half years. Okay. And and so. what's interesting is it's not like a GameStop kind of thing. It's, it's you know, you, you specialize in retro games and things like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you don't have any PS4 games? Oh, no, I do. Xbox okay. One, PS4. I mean, spanning, you know, um, actually a little, little, oh my God, over 40 years of gaming. Now, not a huge selection in that, but... Yeah, but you're going from like coleco to oh before that um, really yeah magnavox odyssey which is actually the very first home video game system a lot of people think it's atari or pong and uh, but actually it came out a few months before pong even existed really mm-hmm. i mean it looked like utter shit it was awful i mean don't get me wrong i mean please you know magnavox odyssey lovers please forgive me but you have to admit that if a ball is not round it's not a ball it's a pixel I mean, is that what- <laughs> so <clears throat> but yeah, and then everything, you know, all the way through, you know, PS3, 360, GameCube, 
um, Xbox, you know, Xbox you One, PS4. Dreamcast stuff? Oh, yeah. I don't have a lot. That's the problem, too. And that's the thing that sucks is Dreamcast is such... I had it for like two weeks and then I had a party and I don't know why. So I had like the surround system and like the Dreamcast was like the thing. Like at the moment. Absolutely. it's always like these moment systems where mm-hmm. you're like... Because it was after like Sega CD and Sega Saturn and... Right. I poured a beer into it. Why? I don't know. It was a great system. Why? <laughs> I never played it system. again. Of course not. I think that, <laughs> of course not. I think, I think I was playing a CD in there and it skipped and I was like, this is bullshit. And I regret it to this day. Fuck. This. I wish I still had the Dreamcast. I really do. I wish it still worked. You should. It was, it was excellent for fighting games. Oh, absolutely. I think I had Virtua Fighter on it. Yes. Wasn't I had, Vir- yeah, I had Virtua Fight? Fighter too. Smash Brothers? No, that no. was Nintendo. Nintendo. That's right. Yeah. All the Capcom games played way better on that than any of the other systems at the time. Yeah, like Street Fighter 2 was big at that time too. And mm-hmm. Yeah, Dreamcast has a tremendous amount of great fighting games. I mean, it's ridiculous. I'm, you know, it's just, it goes back to Sega having just poor timing. I mean, you know, both the Dreamcast and the Saturn came out and were immediately crushed by Sony's PlayStation and then PlayStation 2. It was right. just piss poor timing. It was terrible. But I have a lot of customers actually very actively seeking, you know, Dreamcast games. And, um, and it sucks because... They don't come in very often. I don't even find them in the wild often. And I have then some, I think. When I have them, gone. Like, just they do not stay around. People really? Have, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And the craziest stuff, too. Like, don't get me wrong. I love me some crazy taxi. I love bad religion. I Offspring I can deal with. But after a while, I mean, and it's it's a fun game, but it's gone instantaneously. People want to play that. I mean, and they want to play I the fighters. Crazy taxi. I'll, I'll go up my parents' house, see if I still have my Saturn games. You want them? Absolutely. Would you pay for them? Absolutely. What? Yeah. Oh. Absolutely. How much do you pay? Now, well, it all depends on what it is and what the condition is, if it's complete. I mean, if you bring me some, you know, NFL 2K1, uh, you know. Uh, What's wrong with that game? It was a great game. Um, well, <laughs> I had Joe Montana high, football. Probably not in high demand. Right. There's just not a lot of demand. It's right. real retro. Remember, tech, what you, was it, Tech Mobile that was on? Well, see, that's, that's different, instinct though. Yeah, that's different. For Super, Super Nintendo. Yeah. Yes. Do you I have it? have that in stock, yes. Oh, mm-hmm. That was my favorite game growing they up. They have Killer Instinct on the Xbox One now. Oh. <laughs> you know, it's not as good. Honestly, no, can I just terrible. say that I used to listen you think it's to terrible? the, to the yes. Rare CD, the soundtrack? Oh, constantly. yeah, the music on that was it, awesome. It was amazing. Yeah. On Killer Instinct? Yeah, I love that. I still have it. It's that, like my that huge case. arcade That main the theme too. gets stuck in my head every once in a while. You know, a well, friend you don't of like mine the and new I, one? Uh, no, because and I think it's more because of Microsoft. And I mean, I, I'm not a big fan. I'm a, I'm a PlayStation guy. Yeah. And... Microsoft has this thing where they, and they always do it. They've done it ever since the original Xbox is they just want to bilk you out of every dime they can. And it just rubs me wrong. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand businesses exist to make money. That's it. That's what they're there for. And I get that. But isn't everybody doing all the DLC stuff now? Well, yes. But the thing is, is with that though, is they gave you that for free. But then you'd have to buy the characters. I don't. It's been so oh, long for, since for I played it for the new Killer Instinct. <laughs> yeah. yeah, is Orchid and still on it? Yeah, I, I, I think you got to pay. for Oh, it. I don't know because I, as soon as I found out I had to pay for characters, I was like, you know, fuck you. <laughs> I'm like, no way, I'm Do done. You know what's disturbing about that in particular? If if the world collapsed tomorrow and the internet went out, I could still play my Super NES, but I couldn't play my Xbox One. Right. Mm. Wait, really? It's well, all cloud yeah. based. Well, I mean, there's no, discs, next- and you okay. could play something local if you had electricity. I mean, global collapse, <laughs> I, I you probably have don't have electricity. electricity. Yes. Yeah, Lauren, well, we could get a generator. Don't worry about it. We'll yeah, be Lauren good. will right. have her fiance out there with 
two fucking metal rods in his hand. You can come over and celebrate in my garden with NES. Great, NES great. NES. And I, I, I have a lot of games, so I'll bring them and we'll be entertained forever. I mean, productivity will drop to an all-time low, but... Yeah. <laughs> How are we going to farm if we're all playing F-Zero? They're all self-contained systems. You have this all figured out to be lazy, don't you? Mm. That's why you're brilliant. Mm. You know what the... Is this actually, your answer for everything today? Mm. In, well, because when I talk, it sounds funny. It's I, I'm trying to get you engaged. I, I will say this one thing about... I, some, I think it was Bill Gates that said that he won't necessarily hire the smartest individual or the most clever, but the laziest, because they'll find the shortcut to, to the, end, and the end goal. Maybe that's what I've been doing wrong all these years. Mm. I mean, I try to find people that are smarter than me to be around me. No, but maybe gotta, I should be finding the lowest common denominator. You got to find the lazy. No, person. no, not not unintelligent. Oh, just smart lazy. but lazy, because they'll find a way to automate it. But how and would do you, it quicker and easier? Correct. It's exhausting. Maybe. Any task. Mm-hmm. Pooping. Anything that you have to repeatedly do should be automated. Poop. I agree on pooping. Mm. 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 Green leafy vegetables. <laughs> that's your automation. Like what? Like eat more fiber, Mark. Like kale. Or lettuce. What if we have like a bran muffin? Isn't that still fiber? It's fiber, but it's also got a lot of other carbs. Yeah. How'd you get out of the accounting business? Well, like, did you did you do the like the screw you guys? I'm going home. Or oh no, no. I, it, was, I you, it seems like it was totally calculated. Well, I mean, I, I knew I knew what I was doing for yeah. you know. I mean, I knew what my aspirations were. I knew that I no longer wanted my success tied to the success of you know someone else. Mm-hmm. Um. No, I just, I, I went to uh, lunch with my boss and it, it was awful. It was like the worst thing I've ever done in my entire life. Um, Where'd you go to lunch? And uh, just this little pizza place. And uh, and I was like, listen, I was like, you know, I, I just want to let you know that I, you know, I'm going to be leaving. I want to, you know, go full time with my own business and do that. And it was awful. I had been with him for 10 years. Yeah, but that was and, a really uh, polite thing to do. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was you know, oh, gentlemanly of you. Right. I'm not going to be like, oh, fuck you. I'm out. Right. You know? That's what, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and I said, you know, I'll, I'll help try to find a replacement and get them up to speed. And of course, you know, be available via phone, email, text, whatever. And, you know, but this is what I feel I need to do. Yeah. And he was cool about it, you know, and he's like, all right, well, I you know, I hate to see you go, but you know, and, um, the heart wants what the heart wants. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So luckily through, um, another accountant, I know, um, she knew somebody who was looking for, you know, in full-time employment and it really worked out. So, so how, how soon, how, like, how did, like, what was the plan? Like, when was it like, you know what? I don't really don't like what I'm doing right now. And to, to, from the germ of an idea to actually like, we're open. Oh no, I was already open. I was, oper- I was operating. Oh, one so of you were doing it while you were still working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was hell. It was <laughs> utter hell. So yeah. you'd spend the nine to five and then mm-hmm. from five to midnight. <laughs> well, it was probably even later. Well, actually, my wife, fortunately enough, she was able to shift her schedule. So she left at three and she would run down to the shop and open for three. But it was like, you know, a little after three. So she was totally supportive of this. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I I would not have been able to do it without my wife. I mean, whatever I do, like she is there. And like today I had some stuff doing and I was just like, all right, that's what's going on. And she's like, well, whatever you decide, how you want to handle it. You know, you got my support. So were you like afraid to be like, hey, I don't I don't want to do I want to open up this. Oh, well, see, actually, the story's a little, there's actually kind of a funny story um, about how it happened before I opened and before yeah, yeah, I started Yeah, I want to hear that. Well, it was May 31st, 2013. Strangely specific. 
Yes. And yes. I, I remember this only because it was a Sunday and I was coming back from breakfast with my family. It was a beautiful day. The windows were down, no heat, no air conditioning. It was just gorgeous. And I'm driving down Well Street to my house. And um, as I'm driving, I see what used to be, um, it's 108 Well Street, which used to be the computer shop. Um, a guy, Tommy Formico, used to be in there. Great guy. I've dealt with him forever. He's since moved over to the F, but he moved out of there and a couple people came and went and I was driving back and I saw the, um, for lease. Yeah. The signs. And I was like, huh. And even before that, we'll, we'll back up for a second. Now, like Deadpool, we'll go nonlinear. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I am nonlinear all the way. Let's I can't, go. I have so much shit going on in my head. I can't yes. keep anything straight, but usually my, my wife's not a gamer. She's not a collector whatever, but she's cool with what I do. And, and that's cool. And that's cool enough. I don't need right. her, you know, besides, I mean, I go game chasing with my buddies and I got to fight them for titles. We got to like <laughs> grab that shit first, you know, before someone else, I don't need to fight with my wife for that too. Right, right. But, um, you know, basically, and I was, I was pissed off at the store that had what appeared to be hundreds and hundreds of cartridge based games. And I was like, Oh my God, I was, you know, it's like fucking Christmas morning. Yeah, it's utopia. And then I look in and I'm like, yeah, there's 200 carts here, but there's really only like 30 titles and they're every shitty game that you don't even want. They just had an overabundance of shitty games. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it was awful, you know, and I stormed out of there pouting like a two year old and I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'll show them. I'm going to open a game store and it's going to be, you know, the way it should be. And, you know, okay. <laughs> so, and, Meanwhile, my wife just humors me. She's like, yeah, you show them, do fucking A, you know, whatever. <laughs> okay, honey. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and meanwhile, like, I'm I'm steaming, you know? Yeah. And um, so I pull my shit together, and then we move on with life. Right. So a couple of years later, now we're back to, you know, March 31st. Yeah, yeah. And, um, or I'm sorry, May 31st, excuse me. And um, so we're driving down Well Street, and I see the for lease sign. Is your wife with you? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we're coming back okay, from breakfast, right? right? And, um, and actually, um, uh, my son, David is almost five now. So he was, you know, I've lost track of years and time and everything. He was young. It was 2013. So he's in the back. Right. Um, you're an accountant. You can't do the math on that one. <laughs> hey, I understand theory. I, I can't do fuck tons numbers off the top of my head. And it doesn't mean that my memory is good. No, no, no. Okay. So we're going and. I see the sign and instantaneously my brain just shuts off from everything else except the auto drive because I'm driving and thinking, I know what that shop looks like. It's like 300 square feet. I could totally start off there. It'd be perfect to start. And I'm driving and then my wife's like, pull over, pull over, pull over. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, snap out of my daydream. And she's like, oh, stop, whatever. And I'm like, what, what, what's going on? And she's yeah. like, oh, there's a turtle sandbox on the side of the road for free. And I'm like, What? And she's like, yeah, go get it. David's going to love it. And I'm like, no, we just got all this yeah, yeah, yeah. shit out of our yard. We don't need more shit in our yard. Right. So she convinces me to turn back. And as long as it's not fucked up or broken or whatever, or they, have you know, we'll take it. it. Right. Yeah. You know, so we'll take the sandbox and, you know, upcycle, recycle, whatever. And um, so I'm like, all right. So I turn back around. Now, this time I pull around in Pam's parking lot, which is right next door, right adjacent to 108 Wells. and. As I'm pulling out, I have the windows down again, and these people were carrying stuff out of what would be, you know, One Up Games' original location. Mm -hmm. And I felt kind of weird because I'm just some random guy turning around. And so I decided to be like, oh, hey. And then they're like, hi. And they were friendly enough. So I was like, oh, are you guys leaving? What's, you know, what's going on? So again, I shift back into my daydream. daydream right. <laughs> and uh, so they tell me, and I'm like, all right, cool. And I go, and 
room. Blow right by that fucking sandbox. Uh, so I have to do it. <laughs> you had to go back. <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, the sandbox wasn't broken. There was no, you know, needles or whatever. So, yeah, yeah. you know, I threw it in the back of the outback and off we went. And then, uh, yeah. So did she know what you were thinking at the time. No, she had no idea. No idea. And then I but was she like, why did you miss that turn? To get the sandbox. I, I don't remember it? clearly because okay. I was so into it. Because again, as soon as I threw the sandbox into the thing, I was, was back, back in my own little day, world. Yeah. Right. Okay. So we went home and I don't remember if it was that day or the next day, probably the next day, because once I get an idea in my head, I, I can't shake it unless I can immediately realize that it's not a viable option. And I'll be right. like, ah, oh, fuck it. And I move on. Right. But so I probably acted pretty immediately. And I was just like, but I also know that my wife well enough that I have to have my shit together before I approach her because she'll punch <laughs> holes in like everything. Not because she's not supportive because she is, but like if one of us is cautious and obeys all the rules and does everything right, it's her. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so when I sat down, I was like, listen, I was like, this is what I want to do. And, you know, and I want to take this much out of savings to start it off and everything. And she looked at me like I was out of my mind. Yeah. Mm. And I was like, yeah, I was like, no, we talked about this. She's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, remember, I was so pissed off. I was going to show them. I was going to open a good game store the way it should be and everything like that. And she's, she's like, like, what the fuck? She's <laughs> like, I, didn't, I, didn't, I, don't, I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, I don't know. You remember know, the car ride where real, I was like, yeah. yeah, I was pouting. Remember? Yeah. No, I didn't think you were serious. I'm like, well, why were you like, oh, yeah, you show them. Shit, it sounded like support and encouragement to me. <laughs> so, fuck, here we are. Let's go. And what did she say? <laughs> um, How much convincing did it take? Because when you get married, it's a, it's a group decision. It's now. We don't, not- no, absolutely. It really is. And like I said, I mean, I, I couldn't do anything that I do without Heather. Um, but I think what it was is it didn't take long, but I made the agreement that I would take a certain amount of money out of savings and make a go of it. And I would continue working until, you know, one up took off or didn't take off or whatever. And the condition was, is that if it fell on its face that I would continue working like I was full-time, but then I assured her, promised her that I would pick up an additional part-time job. To replace the savings. 100% of all proceeds from the part-time mm-hmm. job would go into savings until that was replenished. That is and so And then fair. I, would be, I would be done. I don't think that's inappropriate. That's no, I think, I think it's a fair compromise. Absolutely. Absolutely. Your wife's smart. She is. Too smart sometimes. Yeah, but mm. she's good. So people, she is. People, people like us need strong-headed women behind us. Oh, like, absolutely. You're being stupid. Oh yeah, go for it. You can do that. Show them. Yeah, Ian I doesn't do that for you. What? 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 <laughs> I'm, oh, wait, I'm sorry. Let me do this again. Ian doesn't do that for you. <laughs> oh, th- see, she got it. <laughs> no, but I, I need to be reined in like all the time, all the time, no matter what I. Well, do. you're lofty. She just keeps you grounded. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So you can still reach for the the stars, but it, like within you know reason. But yeah. I don't want to do it within reason. I want to do it. Like well, yeah, untethered. Yeah, so because if you're you're, you're like the phoenix, I'm going to get too close to the sun. We'll figure out what the fuck happens. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll yeah, cross that burn, bridge. I burn. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's not like I didn't choose it. Right. She's like, well, I don't want you to burn, and you shouldn't burn. So you need to really think about this. And you're like, all Did right, you babe. Just say but I want to. And maybe it's Icarus. It's Icarus. All right, Icarus. Well, I'm sorry. It was Icarus is getting too close to the sun. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I knew where you were going. It's cool. Phoenix replenished. Icarus flew, and he burned his wings. Right. It melted. <laughs> Probably just evaporated, really. I mean, depending on how realistic we want to be. Those in. Keep unnamed manufacturers' teeth in. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, w- what kind of things are in demand at, at the store? NES. Really? NES. That's the SNES, biggest thing. 
I have tons of those. The original NES? Fuck yeah. You have tons of them. Bring them down. I even have the gyro guy. Yeah. Is he complete? Yes. Is he operational? I don't. I never learned how to operate. Just bring him down anyway. Don't even worry about it. I never I, I never understood it. What was the game that <laughs> he, he played? Two games. It was Gyromite and Stackup, both of which are shit games. Yeah, they're so awful. People <laughs> tell me, you know, oh, don't be hating on Gyromite. I, I remember enjoying it. Right. Because you actually used the controller that Rob was supposed to be using. That's he why. sucked. He never worked, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. He was a complete ploy. You to know what get else sucked? On the shelves. The What was the pad? Oh, for the, the tracking for the power pad. Sucked. Yep. You're running like an idiot. Nothing's happening. And the power glove sucked. Right. There's a couple of peripherals that were absolutely awful. Yeah. The power glove was great in concept. Poor in. Was that around the time the wizard came out? The power glove? I remember it was featured in the wizard. I don't remember exactly when it came out, but it was was somewhere. Mario three, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The whole movie was just a glorified Mario three commercial. Yeah. I mean, you know, Fred Savage (laughs) and I forget what was the, the asshole's name. In the wizard? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. I haven't uh, seen that Marcus. Forever. I saw that in theaters. No. I'll look remember. it up. Keep talking. But anyway, yeah. So retro. I mean, you know, NES, SNES, N64, and it's funny too because you can see a shift in demand. I mean, there was a time where, and I've bought lots with price tags from other stores. You know, where these for a fraction of what their value is. But I mean, who knows? That could have been 5, 10, 15 years ago. Right. You know, because when one system comes out, then demand starts to shift, which of course they want because they're pushing the new product. But uh, another thing too is, is the as different generations that grew up with different systems, you know, grow up and, you know, remember the nostalgia or whatever, playing whatever games, then they'll start seeking out those games that they had when they were kids. Right. So right now I anticipate, I mean, I don't know for sure, of course, but I anticipate that NES is going to probably drop off. It's weird now because we're in this whole retros cool, you know, thing and mm-hmm. um, which I think is cool, but kind of pisses me off at the same time. Like it's always kind of rubbed me wrong. Same thing with music and art, you know, to, to be into something and everyone would be like, oh, that shit. And then all of a sudden it's cool. And then everyone's like, Oh, wow, this is the greatest thing ever. Yeah, but I never understood like a pair of pants in New York. Why is those three people telling me it's cool? Well, I don't understand that either. I mean, but that, the last but that's thing... the same thing as like people who are like, if one person, oh, well, this certain person says it's good online, so we must all like it. Maybe we miss something. And you're like, no, man, it was always the same way it was. Nothing's right. changed. Well, that's where I'm at. Yeah. That's exactly where I'm at. You're describing yeah. influencer marketing. So, whatever. Yeah, which I influence the market. <laughs> I, I barely understand that sentence, let alone marketing. So, <clears throat> yeah, but it's like, but it's like, what? What are these people? Oh, this I'm gonna. I'm not. I'm not doing it. You ask a question, or else I'm gonna rant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious, Rich. You gotta hop in. Rant and rage. I feel it coming. <clears throat> okay, so uh, so NES is is one of the more popular ones. Now you see that that kind of dropping up. Now when did that s- start in the first place? It seems like all of a sudden. Uh, gaming went into a collector's market, you know, like because it wasn't always like that. It wasn't like that growing up, that's for sure. I mean, we, you know, threw the boxes out and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You didn't really think about, you know, it being a collector's item in any way. Doesn't yeah, doesn't most I, of those absolutely. things always invariably turn into collector's items? Yeah, I think it's it's the fact that there <laughs> the aren't books? a lot of them out there. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You're not going to find a complete box of a lot of things, right? Well, that's uh, Genesis. Sega Genesis is a perfect example of that. They first run anyway. They had a hard plastic shell instead of a physical box. I remember those. So many more of those lasted, of course. Mm -hmm. So there's many more of those. Now, the only thing that's going to drive the price for a Sega Genesis game, as far as collectability or rarity is concerned, is, you know, how great the game is or how hard it is to find. Mm -hmm. But 
the fact that the box is there does make it more valuable, especially the manual as well, but over the just a loose cartridge. But because they were made in a plastic box, obviously they lasted a lot longer than the Nintendo games. Oh, that's right. They were because they had like, uh, what was it? It was every year they renamed the basketball game. So it was like Lakers versus Celtics or Bulls mm-hmm. versus Lakers or right. whatever. And the and NBA I, playoffs. Now I'm remembering like they had the hard. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Right. So as a result, those complete in box Genesis games are not as valuable as the I have complete a bunch of those box. too. Well, bring them down, man. Bring them down. And I will hook you up with a Dreamcast. I wouldn't know what to do with it. Sure you do. You plug that shit in. You put the VMU in and NFL 2K1, What's here we VMU? come. The virtual memory unit. Oh, that's right. It had the fucking. Yeah. Why would that? Why didn't they just put it in there? Nobody put it in there. Nobody ever did. No. When did they get smart to that? PlayStation 3. And then internal it went hard away. drive. It took them that long. Well, the thing is, is you're forgetting, though, is I imagine, I, I don't know for sure, but it's an accessory that's an additional sales thing. Why Why should we give you something oh. that we can get you to buy that you're going to need? Yep. So they've been punishing us from the start. Yeah. And then why not pay every month to keep that memory? Yep. Ah. These freaking downloads and add-ons and everything else—it's ridiculous. And I you can't—you can't even play a lot of games without an online connection, which I think is crazy too. You know, what pisses me off, especially since December. Mm. You know how big of—we're all Star Wars nerds here. Yeah, Battlefront. Battlefront. No story. Mm-hmm. Pisses right. me off. Online only. Yep. Yeah, I started playing it, and within like three minutes, like my my fiance was so nice. Like she's like, I stayed up all night trying to figure out how the hell to buy you Battlefront. <laughs> and I got it. I wanted to make sure it was on my credit card and not yours and blah, blah, blah. Merry Christmas. And I'm like, oh, babe, you're the best. Three minutes I'm playing it. Like, like six-year-olds are killing me. And I'm like, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> Turned it off. We no, that happens. Local game. You know, Jim and I have a kind of a problem with that as well, because it's easier to do the NEP gaming challenge with more modern systems. PS3, PS4, Wii U, Xbox One. No, Xbox One. Everything about the Xbox is a pain in the ass. Um, <laughs> But my only sister. there's a whole shift and there has um, local local two player and local co-op is is like almost non-existent now. There's very few games, even a racing game where you're like, all right, well, I'm going to sit like down. Forza. I'm going to race my buddy. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You're not. Well, Forza, you can. But say like the uh, Need for Speed Rivals, for example, that's single player, local. Everything else is multiplayer. They, they would get like parties where everybody brought over like their systems and just like connected them up and they would all. Mm-hmm. play together this is like 2004 2005 right now you're playing with everybody not there but now you have chat headsets and you're talking to them and maybe you have a camera as well and you that's know weird. that's how you're socializing you're you no longer it. gonna have your buddy come over and play whatever you know <laughs> are you guys on twitch no we're not on twitch i have a twitch account but we haven't really done anything with it so it's just that's like too a few hours of huge. the day i don't get it i hear a lot of things are huge i don't know but uh you know, I'm sense. still playing That's Nintendo games, said. but it's a, it's a matter of you know, is it is it huge here? You know, like like uh, in, I don't know. in Northeast PA. I mean, what kind of gaming scene is there, or what kind you know in, in terms of how how many uh, you know do you have a, a decent customer base here? Yeah, I'm, I mean. I'm still in business. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> sure. Right. That's the way I look at it. I mean, if they say that new, you know, small business fails within the first five years and like 90% of that fails in the first year. All right. I'm two and a half years in. I'm not out of the woods yet, but you know, I'm on my way. But yeah. Um, I mean, and it's the 80, 20 rule is clearly, clearly defined in my shop. Um, what's the 80, 20 rule? 80, 20 is, is that 80% of your business will come from 20% of your customer base. 
did not know that. Yeah. And it's and that it's makes true. sense. Mm-hmm. It's super true. And but that's the thing though too is is that because I'm not a GameStop. Like I had, I, I felt bad. I think it was Sunday, if I remember correctly. Um, a gentleman came in with you know young children, and which is cool, but they just converged and like my anxiety went through the roof and, you know, mm-hmm. I'm like, are they going to start pawing up my life-size Yoda? And just like, you know, because as much, it's hard to, to explain that, you know, it's a game store. It's almost like a fucking museum, but it's not for children. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, children of course are welcome, but you know, they're grabbing 20 year old Nintendo power magazines. And I'm like, like, no, oh, you're right. But what am I going to, you know, I can't, yeah, Super Mario two is on the cover. Don't no, do that's that. issue number one. That's hanging up on the in a frame. It, on I wall. used to have that. I, yeah. I think I still have it. So I was a big gaming nerd, and then I, I don't know what happened. I think they got too difficult. That's a, a lot of people say that. Too many buttons me. and Primal you know. Rage had I a that too. had a, a series of action figures and Talon. You could feed little people people to Talon. Yep. <laughs> and you would poop them out, and it was fabulous. I used to eat the Nintendo cereal. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They had the cereal. I thought it was delicious. I think that's before my time. It was when it was when Captain Lou Albano was on TV and he was playing yeah. Super Mario. It was Mario. The Mario show. It was yeah. cartoons. It was probably like two. But it was a sep- It was a. It was a double box. Remember that? Right. One yeah. side was Mario and the other side was Zelda. Yeah. I awesome. know, Lauren, that that blows your mind, but that they could combine two different things in the same box. Right. The same size cereal was box. Was separate? Uh, packaging? Yes. Well, no. It, it as you poured it, it figured it out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, you, know, so you had two sides, like nerds. You know how nerds they have the two yeah. sides, mm. like that. Mm-hmm. It didn't last too long. Mm. It was no. good when I got it. It was like a bowl and a half. Yeah. Oh. Well, it didn't last too long in the home, and it didn't too last too long on the store shelves because I think they were like, "What are we doing?" Yeah. That was when they would market everything. Every well, I think they still do now, but. What was your what was your favorite game growing up? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, I think now at this point, growing up, it, it was probably the Mario, the Super Mario franchise, and uh, I remember just playing the first, second, and third like forever. And um, at this point, though, The Legend of Zelda is my favorite franchise of like the old school stuff for action adventure. But I mean, maybe I don't know. It sounds like a cliche, but Super Mario, you can't beat it. I mean, I just started playing that game. I've beat that game more times in the past month than I have, you know, all of my childhood combined. And just because I've been practicing speed runs with it. And, uh, is that the one where you just like fly through the, yeah. Okay. The goal is to complete the entire game beginning to end in as little time as possible. The world record right now is like four minutes, 57 seconds, and a couple of hundredths of a second. And actually so tight. It is super tight. And actually he just did it. He just took, you know, the title or whatever, like three weeks ago or so, or maybe a month. And he only, beat it by a few hundredths of a second the guy prior i mean it's ridiculous yeah how is that even good how do you take an nes game and break it down to like a drag race where it's in the tens and hundreds of thousands of seconds to figure out who the the galactic emperor of super mario is it's tough it's tough my best time is about six minutes and 15 seconds where do you get hung up like how can like it just Uh. seems like it should happen well, there's there's two spots. One is in um, World Four Two, um, oh where my God, you're like a brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> well, come no, on, no, 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 everybody, no, no. Rem- yeah, <laughs> everybody remembers the vine to go up on Four Two yes. to get into the warp zone. Yes. Well, there's a way that you can. I mean, the the only way that you can beat it in under five minutes is by exploiting, I guess, glitches that are within the game itself. 
Like um, no cheats. Rainbow Road. What's that? You jump Rainbow Road. Different game, but same concept. Right, yeah. right. We're going to jump Rainbow Road. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, where and I, I can't figure out how to do it, and that's probably why I'm you know over a minute and a half or a minute and fifteen seconds over the world record, is that you can jump like backwards if that makes any sense, and it will force because you know when you start off, Mario's on the far left of the screen, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then as you run, he hits about the middle of the screen, and, and it, it starts, starts advancing. Right yeah. now. By doing this weird jump backwards thing, you can actually push Mario over just enough so that when in, you get to 4-2, when you trigger that um, that vine to go up to the warp zone, you can actually not go up the vine, but because you've made Mario over, you know, off center from the screen, you can go down that pipe and instead of going down to where the coins are in the dungeon or whatever, you're dropped up in the clouds in the warp zone. And the reason why people do that is, is that it cuts off a tremendous amount of time where you're climbing the vine and just waiting for that cutscene to go through before you can start going. This mm. is nuts. Like, it's so cool. And it's just like, crazy no, it's not. Stuff. It's it's infuriating. I mean, it's infuriating. <laughs> I mean, I've sat and I've played, you know, hours just trying to do that. That spot. one move. And I can't, I can't figure it out. Second one is uh, 8-4, which is the very last castle, Bowser. Um, <clears throat> you have to remember the pattern of which pipes to go down to and where. And there's actually a couple things. One is modern Mario's. I don't know if anybody here has played like Super Mario Wii U or No, Wii. I haven't, no. Well, they've added attributes that you never had before. Like you can, you know slow your descent as you're falling by kind of like, you know, rubbing against a wall. Um, you can do wall jumps to try to like save your ass or to get to other places that would be not accessible. Yeah. That's in the newer games, right? Well, right. Yeah. Well, in eight, four, the guy holding the world record, um, there's this pipe you have, you have to hit this invisible block and then you go up, but he does it. He runs through and he actually, it looks like a wall jump, but it's again, exploiting another glitch in the game where he hits it just right. And he's able to jump again even though you couldn't wall jump in it. Right. Which, you know, shaves off a good, you know, six seconds or whatever. And when you're talking about a record that's beaten by a couple hundredths of a second, I mean, that's huge. And then the, another one is that, uh, there's a pipe that's supposed to take you into underwater level. And we all know water level suck in video games. Awful. You can do pretty much the same thing. This is a dick. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You could do the pretty much the same thing in world, um, four, two, except apparently you just skip, the water world and i i can't figure that out either are, so. are you, like how many times have you beaten super mario in the last month oh jesus uh over 50 are you <laughs> shitting me no, I should, well again I've i mean never beat it once i i can do it in you know whatever under seven minutes every time i mean maybe like i said about six fifteen is is like do you literally go and start the clock yeah, so well, yeah. I mean, what I do is I, I'm just playing. I'm playing on a top loader. I'm not running through any emulation or any computer or whatever. So, and right now I know until I can get those two glitches down, there's no reason to even figure out how to make sure I have a 100% accurate recording or you know time record. But yeah, and I mean, it doesn't take long. I mean, you play it. You know, from the time you hit start, it goes black screen Mario X, however many lives right. X three when you start. And then a moment later, you're supposed to start your time once it says 400, because you start off with 400 seconds for every level. So that's when you start and you just go. And if, and of course, after I, I jump over Bowser or run under Bowser on 8-4 and hit the little axe and end the game, you know, I'm fumbling with whatever the screen lock screens come on. I have to swipe and hit stop and whatever. So I know I don't have an accurate, you know, but I know that I can do it in less than six minutes every single time. Or I'm sorry, 
less than seven minutes every single time with 6.15 about being my fastest. So it's easy for me to, you know, take an hour and, you know, beat it four or five times, you know. And the wife's like, are you still trying to play that game? No, my, I do it at the shop. My wife's long since sleeping. <laughs> she has no idea. Now she does. She'll listen to this now and she'll be like, oh, that's what you're doing. It's supposed to be fucking working. <laughs> be like, I am. I need mental health, you know, break. <laughs> So, so I, I yell and curse at Mario and how I can't fucking glitch four two. I was really proud to have beaten the cave in under three hours last month. Took you three hours to beat Mario? No, the cave. What's the cave? Double Fine Productions. It's like this from the creators of Limbo, side scroller. Yeah, yeah I've heard of it. I'm not puzzles. very familiar with it. They like puzzle games. Why did you become like an introvert all of a sudden? Because you make fun of me whenever I talk. <laughs> I, I'll you stop dick. right now. I'm stopping right now. I won't make fun of you ever again. You say that. Oh, Lord, I'm biting my... I'm sorry. It's adorable. Your voice is adorable. Speaking of exploiting other people's weaknesses, uh, the NEPA Gaming Challenge, where did you come up with that idea? Because oh. that's how we met. You actually... It was, yes. The, 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 uh, we only met uh, you know, a couple months ago. And, uh, you know, our first conversation was, was about that very thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm not even sure how it started exactly. I mean, I just knew that I wanted to do a podcast because it, it seemed fun. I mean, back in my day, you know, back in the day when I was still working my full-time job and working one up, you know, I'm putting in 120 hours a week. I'm exhausted all the time yeah. and people all the time, they're just like, wow, this is the best job ever, man. I would love to work here. <laughs> You're out of your fucking mind. Like, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love it. I mean, I enjoy it. I'm happy with what I do. However, guaranteed, even if you have like an hour a week to play games, like I have less. That's fortunate. I mean, it's just, you know, because, you know, one of the things I pride myself on as opposed to my competition in the area is that all of my games are clean. All of them are tested. You know, everything's in alphabetical order. So not only can you find shit, but when you ask me if I have stuff, I can find it. And, um, which obviously takes a tremendous amount of time. So, um, and I always wanted to do a podcast so I could actually be like, okay, this is work. I have to stop and I have to make time and I have to schedule this to sit down and play. I mean, as right. goofy as that sounds. And uh, so I, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm really not sure. But uh, I was talking to my friend Jim and I was just like, hey, you know, let's kind of do this. And then we're like, yeah, all right. And I remember a key element to it is I was like, you know, we're we're trying to do it. That's the thing. We were trying to do it. And just like you were talking about, you know, building the studio and everything. Yeah. Um, you know, so we're trying to figure this out. And I'm like, you know, I'm gonna do this and it's gonna happen. And I don't know how, but you know, I'm gonna make it happen. And I look at Jim and I'm like, what the fuck? Like it's like four hours into this simple project or what should be a simple project, and it's not working. And I said, Jim, I said, 10-year-olds do this. Okay. <laughs> Ten-year-olds are playing games, recording them on YouTube, and people are paying them. Because they're getting so many views. Right. right. And I'm like, we can't get this to sync up. Like, what, you know, we got to be able to figure this out. So, of course, we did. And uh, and once we got to that point, I remember looking at him and I was like, well, speaking of, you know, and when I say 10-year-olds, I mean, I'm sure there are 10-year-olds, but I don't mean it literally. But or the like point is, is that, right, right, maybe yeah, 11 and a half at least. Still people way <clears> younger <throat> than us doing more, you know, yeah. that yeah. don't have a problem. Mm -hmm. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I'm like, you know, if that can happen, you know little humans are kicking it <laughs> right then certainly we can figure it out too it's not beyond our comprehension and 
so we get through that battle, whatever that was, because like I, we were talking earlier, it's like every time that's something, some little hiccup or whatever. Yeah. You break the thing. <laughs> right. And um, <laughs> and then I turned to Jim and I said, holy shit. I was like, you know what? I was like, if everybody and their brother can do this and is doing this, then who the fuck is going to want to watch two, you know, almost middle-aged men play video games? Why? I mean, I love video games and I don't want other people to, you know, I don't want to watch other people play video games. I, I, dude, no, this is no offense at all, but there's people that like to do it, and and it's like this weird, like voyeuristic. Oh, absolutely! It almost yeah. feels like it almost feels like you're looking into somebody's bedroom, but you're not. You're watching them play Sonic, right, or yeah. whatever which is, it is, which yeah. is kind of bizarre. But like, if if it, if people are watching, who gives a shit? Right, absolutely. That's yeah. how I look at it too. And um, I mean, and I've noticed this. I mean, from my oldest son who's fourteen and my youngest son who is four, they watch gameplay. I mean, there's this guy Blitzwinger. He, you know, my four year old is constantly watching, and then he'll go and he'll watch him play Lego Dimensions or mm-hmm. whatever it is. And my then six year old nephew he'll watches, start playing. Yeah. And he'll know what's up because he's been watching these videos and it's weird, like the advancement of, you know, his gameplay as a result think, of it. I think it's almost of like he dives right in knowing like really how to play it well. Right. Game, Absolutely. Well, games are much more complicated than anything else. And it really tickles that part of the human brain. We're the best uh, pattern seeking. We're the best pattern seeking species on the planet. So watching these videos beforehand for a child who's developing their pattern seeking skills, it, to- it makes total sense. Right. So, or if you're lazy and you don't have time to play video games, it's sometimes nice to see where the story goes. Yeah, and I mean, I never you know, beat Alan Wake, for instance. You never beat Alan Wake. I never, I never beat it. Oh my god, you got to go back, but you have to start it over and play by yourself at like three I, o'clock in the that's morning. That's how this stopped. I moved out and I moved on my own, and I had to stop playing Alan Wake because I got scared. That's the best, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I could go back and I could play the original Resident Evil like all over again, not knowing anything about it. Do you know? If I would you, pay good money for I, that feeling. You're never going to get that feeling back. Do you know what my favorite horror survival game was of all time? I don't, nobody's ever heard of it, so we probably won't be able to talk suffering? about it. Suffering? Mm. Uh, Forbidden Siren. Forbidden Siren. In America, it was marketed oh, as wish, Siren. It was I was going to say, PS2. I think it's Siren. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've had that the in my shop. Japanese I don't know if I have it at the moment. Horror, it's, you're in a small town. And every so often the siren goes off. And when the siren goes off, all this creepy crap. Oh, happens. I've heard of that. Oh, game it was before. terrifying. Yeah. I played that. Isn't it basically Resident Evil? Mm, no. No. There was there was a game, was it The Suffering? Where it took place in like the prison? It was like, oh, this is like based out of the Eastern oh, State. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was one of the first games I got for Xbox that was in surround sound. Scared the living shit out of me. Yes, I think that's great. I'm I gonna, mean, yeah. go back and play that, Lauren. Absolutely. Don't deny yourself that feeling. I think I might play it over again. I still have my PS2. Go play it. Mm. And did you play um, the original Silent Hill? No. Oh my God, that's another one. I mean, it's just, I mean, and for the time, it was revolutionary. I mean, to be scared shitless playing a game was just, it never happened before. Honestly. It was unheard of. The yeah. storytelling in games is getting so much more sophisticated. Absolutely. Up until I, I, I used to teach college and I used to have students that would say, it's great that I can take all these film courses, but where can I take video game scoring courses, video game writing courses. I'm like, it's all the same tenets of storytelling, but in video game, you have so right. many more elements that at your disposal to I mean, use. You can, you can create all this stuff that you can't, you know what I mean? Like, I just read an article. It's like the video game industry accounts for like, take the NFL, the NBA, film, music, and all that stuff, put it together, and the video game industry makes more money than all mm-hmm. of that, and no one ever talks about it. It's insane. It's it's Call of Duty would make a $500 million in a day and we don't talk about it like we right. do like, oh, Deadpool made 
200 million. Well, it's the thing amazing. that people say about movies, especially when you have a title that was a book first, the book was always going to be better because you got to imagine it in your own mind. Yes. You don't have that freedom. You don't have that. It's not a hot medium like a book is in film. But when you turn something into a video game, for instance, the Lord of the Ring video game delved into much more of the original Tolkien story, much more of the elements that 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 went into the actual uh, background of why they were doing certain things certain ways. And you got to experience all the creatures that weren't even in the movies. I thought that was extremely awesome. <laughs> yeah, I think things like I just that want to are find cool. out how they beat Sauron. You know, the thing that dis- disappoints me about that, about, I mean, if you're going to take away the creative element of, you know, your own imagination mm-hmm. by no longer reading it, you're going to experience it on a screen, you know, um, same thing with books to movies. Um, like, I love Lee Child. I mean, I've read almost every single Jack Reacher book there is. If Did you like the movie? Everyone. I didn't watch it. And the reason why is because... Because he's be 6'5"? Right. And like, Huge. And I know that Tom Cruise is not Jack Reacher. I mean, I from what I hear, um, they did a great job with camera ang- camera angles and stuff like that to make him appear to be more like the character Jack really Reacher. Good. They're making a sequel right now. Good for them. Good for them. But I'll just wait for the next book and I'll be cool with that. But the thing is, is that um, same thing too with um, uh, Dan Brown, Da Vinci Code, um, yeah, yeah, Angels yeah. and Demons. Um, I loved those novels before and and his other novels long before you know the movie ever came out. And I'm fine with Tom Hanks, but Tom Hanks is not Robert Langdon. I'm just like, you know, you ruined my, you know, I feel it was ruined for me. It was ruined my my perception, my mind's picture from reading the book. But if you want to, I think, just um, impress upon the world, like your version of whatever it is, you know, I, I'm fine with that. But the thing that disappoints me is that with the PS4, or whatever they call it, next gen, I don't know why it should just be current gen, Xbox One, PS4, the graphics are phenomenal. I mean, and there is games that really take advantage of just how incredibly lifelike and realistic right. things can look. And they're just incredible. But it reminds me of very much of like, you know, mid late nineties and comic books. Like I was big into Neil Gaiman and the Sandman and stuff like that. And all the different artists that worked with Neil Gaiman and then spawn came out and it was such a disappointment because you hear you take one of my personal favorites, like the Sandman by Neil Gaiman. That's won all these literary awards that in the past had always been reserved for actual novelists yes. and people are pissed off and you know, oh, this is for kids. This is comic book mm-hmm. is bullshit. And but it was incredible writing. I mean, the story was incredible and just everything was just beautiful about it. And then Spawn came out and sorry for the Spawn lovers, but the art was phenomenal. All the Dark Horse stuff, if you remember, the art was phenomenal. Yeah, they had, because they were doing like the alien, they were doing like alien books back the, then there, too. They, there was so much. I can't even, yeah. I don't even want to go into it just because there's so many and I know that I'll But I noticed that, that they looked like they, there was much more care taken with them Absolutely. than like with Marvel and DC and stuff like that. Right, but did you ever read any of them? No, I just look at pictures. Right, well, you're better off. I made the oh, mistake the of actually reading because they sucked. They were awful. The writing was terrible. The plots were terrible. The stories were awful. So here we are. We enter an age where um, you know, we have the capability to do this great art. Same with video games. Mm-hmm. you know. And then we're going to have no substance for a story. It's just going to be shit. Never like mind just, the uh, adaptations to movies from video games. It's Jesus awful. Christ. It's just awful. It's heartbreaking. You especially know? now that, like you said, you know that they're becoming more cinematic. You would think that they would translate better to film. And Absolutely. then you see something like the Resident Evil movies, 
And you're just mm-hmm. like, my God, this is not even remotely anything like right. the games at just, all. Let's just ruin everything for the well, almighty do you, dollar. Do you, do you guys think that it's a medium that just don't, why? Th- it's like, it's like, it's like taking a video game and doing like a book on tape. Like why do it? Right. right. So just let it be a video game. Yeah. Why, why do we have to make it a movie? But I think the movies aren't necessarily for the video game fans. They're for the people that would be that demographic if they played video games. Uh, maybe, but to I, an extent. I, that's probably fair to say. Yeah, I, I agree. Especially but I think they want to. They want right. to capture the, the the gamers anyway. I mean, I really think they do. Or, or, I, or do they want to use it as an extension to get gamers? Well, f- well, maybe. I mean, it's it's all about marketing and about money. That's what sure. it is. Well, think about it this way: Yui Bowl did the House of the Dead movie. Uva, who. Which is arguably, in my opinion, the single worst film ever released. That's uh, I, I I could fairly agree with that. Yeah, but actually. he got rights to it through bad. like a German dude. There's a dude who just utilized a German tax loop, yeah, and just got much. money, and that's what he did. He was just he was a con man who wanted to fight his critics, <laughs> and did <laughs> you know? So like, but but there there. I'm not so saying big that the House of the Dead isn't isn't cinematic. Anything, it's a shoot 'em game. It's a first person shooter. Yeah, and and uh, mm-hmm. is is kind of the whole series is kind of infamous for its really bad acting. You know, it has really bad voice acting and everything in it because that was the early days of that kind of stuff too. So there was there was not you know there was cinematics, but not really at the level of what we see today and stuff. So it was just kind of in game graphics, kind of moving around, and you know the 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 bad overdubbing and mm-hmm. uh, you know voice acting and everything else is not like where it is now, where you know you, you're telling a, a you know filmatic sort of story. But I also feel like uh, like games now they hold your hand a little t- bit too much. Yes. There's so much of this. Uh, you're, you're you're almost watching the movie, and every once in a while you press a button. Yes, like and I, I feel like that's how games are like now. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where where it's like they it. spend so much time on the great voice acting and the great animation and everything else. It's like yeah, but what am I actually doing? Like I'm not actually playing anything. I'm I'm watching this more. That I'm playing it, you know, and and even then, it's always like, you know, in in old games, uh, you didn't even look at the directions, which were always practically useless anyway. You just kind of started playing and figured out as you, okay, I got killed doing that, so I won't do that next time, and you kind of built from there. And with games now, it's like, oh, we have a two tutorial level, and we're going to take you through here, and you know, you press A to do this and B to do that, and then the things highlight and light up mm-hmm. on the screen to tell you where to go and how to do things. It's like, geez, you think yeah. there's too many buttons? Buttons. I, I, you know, and I think that too. You know, when when they lost me, like when I, I stopped confused. gaming, was when they had uh, two analog? two joysticks, the two analog joysticks. Yeah. I couldn't deal with that because, um, like like with I th- I think right after the N sixty four, because I could deal with um, their three D you know, controller. You, you look up and uh, you look up and down and left and right, and then you can spin with like Goldeneye or something like that. I could handle, but then. Right after that, when they started doing more first-person shooters along those lines, it became very difficult for me to figure out how to turn. At, and, and, and these other people, they're like running around like crazy, killing killing everybody. And I'm like, I, I can't even get you know from one end of the room to the other. You it's know? actually interesting because we the video games kind of took a backward step in terms of their controllers. Because mostly in the beginning, they were digital buttons. They were buttons that were left, right, up, down. Right. And then they moved into analog. And I don't know if you've ever read Mackenzie Wark and any gamer theory, but he specifically talks about Katamari Damashi, which is the the roller game, mm-hmm. kind of like Sisyphus rolling a bowl around uh, 
landscape. So let's call it that because right. you eventually end up in the universe. Just I am so confused up but everything. compelled. Keep but going. This, <laughs> but this technology, the analog technology was always there. And he breaks it down to King Analog and Prince Digital. And, you're, and the Prince Digital is always secondary to that analog capability. The, the fact that we can move around in all three dimensions because of these two joysticks it's an older technology than the buttons themselves. It's analog technology, but hmm. it's fabulously more uh, dynamic. Yeah. I mean, well, like I was saying before, I mean, I, I hear that a lot. A lot of times parents will come in with their kids. And I mean, and it's weird because, again, I'm 40. They'll be, you know, my age and they'll be buying games for their kids and they'll be like, oh, I used to love, you know, whatever. They'll see the retro stuff and they'll be like, oh, I played Nintendo and yeah. everything. And now there's too many damn buttons. There's too many buttons. Too much is going on. I don't know what's going on. And I mean, I didn't get that. Um, but I mean, I think that's just a natural progression as technology increases and the gameplay, you know, becomes more involved. That it's just a, a natural thing. And I mean, really, it's like anything, you know, practice brings proficiency and you know and i i don't see it as a big hurdle at all um i i also think you're right though about the you know we, we've now pushed the medium to a point where it's beautiful but are we focusing on the beauty and not the story right well that's what i, I say yeah. too i i say that about like the dark horse stuff and like the spawn comics and everything i mean it's so glorious and it looks just you know great but if you all you want is looks with no substance, well then congratulations, you know. And I, I you just married a supermodel. Why would you? Why would you <laughs> want that? I mean, I don't want that. Um, and and I think that's why. Well, part of it obviously is nostalgia of growing up with retro but, games, but I think the playability is better. I don't want someone to hold my hand. Going back to what, sorry, what Rich no, was no, saying no, no, about no. how now you play something and something like you know glimmers or changes colors or highlights or whatever. I don't want that. I remember playing the original. Um, Tomb Raiders on uh, the PlayStation 1. And I would come home and I would sit down and play. And I would play for like three hours in the same fucking room because, well, for the time, the graphics were incredible, but they weren't good enough for me to see this little crevice that I was supposed to shimmy along. Hmm. And, and of course, the internet was not as prevalent as it is now. So I couldn't just go on and be like, oh, well, I'm stuck here at World Whatever. You had to buy a strategy guide. And, right. Had to buy a strategy guide. <laughs> And um, which I didn't. So I would come home and I would play for three hours and get nowhere and be like, all right, fuck it. Next day, play again. Nothing. Next, you know. And while I guess I don't really miss that, but I don't want to, I don't want my, my handheld. Like I want to enjoy, that's why I love sandbox games. I mean, you know, if I can go and do what I want, when I want, how I want, I think that's great. Okay. Yeah, but, I, but I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think one of the things that, that complements your success and what you're doing is that you give people the opportunity to have substance over style. I think so. I mean, you know, when I opened, I mean, I wanted to be a retro shop and I had this whole thing planned out in my mind's eye of exactly what my store was going to look like and what I was going to do. And then one day my wife, Heather said to me, she's like, you know, you have to remember that your customers will dictate what your shop becomes. And it was like, someone hit me with a fucking truck. And I sat there. I was depressed for a week because I was like, <laughs> holy shit, she's right. Yeah. I'm like, so if, you know, people come in and all they want is the latest Madden game, I mean, gonna, I'm going to cry in my soul a little bit every day sure. until I just eventually die. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> but thankfully it just worked out, you know, that I think that people saw that you know, I focused and cared most about retro games. I mean, I play modern games. I mean, I'm one literally one trophy away from Platinum GTA 5 on PS4, which is 
stupid. I don't know if you've played it, but I mean, it's I just it. so, so involved. And um, so, I mean, I, I love modern systems as well, but I mean, my heart and soul will always be in retro. And um, so, but I think people saw that. And so I started um, attracting, you know, collector type clientele, which is, is what I want. I mean, not that, I mean, I, I love when, you know, I wasn't even open actually. And this um, young boy was out for a walk with his parents and or his mom. And, um, you know, they kind of stopped in and I was like hanging the slat wall or doing some ridiculously dirty job. And I was embarrassed because everything was a mess and I wasn't anywhere near opening. And they're like, oh, you know, what's going on? Because I had, you know, trying to tap into marketing or whatever. I had the one up games logo on the window and I think it said like coming soon or something. And so they were just like, Oh, what's going on? And, you know, and this kid was definitely under 10. And, um, I think his, I think his name's Charlie, if I remember correctly, but, um, he knew about, uh, Warren Robinette who put the very first Easter egg into a game, um, which is adventure on the 2600 back when Atari didn't give a shit about their developers and gave them no credit at all. So he's like, yeah, I watched a couple gaming documentaries recently. Yeah. And he was like, you know what? Fuck you guys. I'm going to make a key. It's going to be the same color of the floor. And if you stumble upon it and you stumble upon this invisible room, you're going to go in there. And the only thing that's going to be in there is it just says Warren Robinette down the middle, down the center of the screen and with the year and that's it. And, um, and it's just this little fuck you Atari, which I think is awesome because I think that artists should be qualified, you know, credited with their, their stuff, and, sure. you know, and I don't, and I don't look at, um, I think that's another thing that makes me different from other you know, game shops is that not only do I play games and love games and collect games myself, but I, I look at it as art, you know? And I mean, and that's why I can't deny that it is. I hate talking about emulation and everything like that, because anytime a customer says something about that in my mind, I'm just like, you know, theft is theft, brother. Theft is theft. I mean, is that's that like it. when they're taking I mean, like the Battlefront stuff and running it through like the Unreal Engine or something like that? Is that emulator or what is? Well, no, that would be more like if they're trying to like hack and you know, whatever glitch games and stuff. But I'm talking about like, if you like, there's emulators you can get for PC where you can have like every NES game like that. Oh, and I'll that play them on stuff, your PC. Yeah. And, and whatever. I mean, I'm not going to say that I've never played emulators, but I don't support them because I don't just like, I don't, you know, if there's a band that I love, I want to show them support. I'm going to buy their album even though they don't get anything for that or whatever, but you know, I'm going to go sure. to the show and I'm going to buy company, a t-shirt. I'm gonna, company gets it, but you know, yeah. right. Right. But I'm going to do something to try to support. I'm not just going to be like, all right, well I like this game. So how am I going to get it for free? You know? Right. Um, same thing with, you know, the artists that made the, the boxes. Like I put all my price tags on the back because price tags are ugly and box art's beautiful, you know? And I want to see oh, that's that. Cool. That's so cool. So everyone's like, how much is this? I'm like, turn it around, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't say that. Not in those words. Eight year old. <laughs> right. That's like touching My the. My dad wants to know. Turn it around, motherfucker. No, you, you you save that for the uh, the gaming challenge where you can right. talk how you want to talk. Yes, it is refreshing. It is because One Up Games is family friendly. Is that your, is that your stress relief right now? Possibly, uh, or at least a, at least no. an iota of it. No, you know why? Because as much as I love doing that, and I love drinking craft beer, and I love getting a little lit up, yeah. or a lot lit up. Sure. Um, Friday was an absolute blast. We did our first uh, live event and um, nothing is better than getting shit faced for free. I mean, that's just, and, <laughs> I and attest to that. for people to come out and see you and give you money to play video games, A, and then to crush them. Like it was just, it was incredible. And everybody was so cool about it. Nobody, you know, nobody got butt hurt. And it was, it was awesome. It was really, really cool. <laughs> it's a and, great term. Uh, yeah, it was a Mario Kart tournament. Yes. For those who, yeah. uh, you know. Well, not so much a tournament, but just, you know, a challenge sure. come down More and, or less, you know, yeah, played against they're, us. Uh, they're playing you guys. Right. 
So and, is, uh, it, is it like beat the house? Like they had to come down and beat yeah. the house? Was it, more was it on Super? Yeah. Was it on the uh, N64? No, Wii U. Oh. Yeah, so it's the newer one. But it's oh. it's pretty easy to pick up Absolutely. because if you play the old ones, oh. it's just a nicer looking version of that. I was right actually now. very disappointed to have missed that, but I was out of town getting, getting teeth. my teeth. Well, right. I understand that. And teeth are a priority. And I grind my <laughs> teeth too. <laughs> so, and um, actually this, this tooth is chipped. Oh, as, see, as a result, yeah, yeah. It and it's actually been repaired, and then it'll be re-repaired, and right. whatever. It's so mess. annoying, yeah. though. It's yeah. just it. Eventually. Maybe we'll have to we'll have to talk later. I'll, I'll talk to you even... about because I went around and stopped. I stopped for my for my orthodontia. <laughs> so, um, so fabulously weird. <laughs> so what? So what? You guys said, hey, everybody, come down, or what? How did that? How did that work for Friday? Yeah, we decided. Well, first is that we. Um, we were going to Sabatini's and getting, mm. you know, mixed sixes and trying all this, you know, different wacky craft beer and stuff like that. And then we were like, holy shit, we're spending 50 bucks a week, you know, drinking this beer while we're doing well, this we podcast. Six of them. That's a, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know what we should do? I'm like, we should try to partner with somebody and, you know, plug them, you know, plug whatever they're establishing it is in exchange for some free beer. Right. Shit, that sounds simple. It's not money in my pocket, but it's money not exiting my pocket. So that's a win. Yeah. I'm cool with that. So we tried doing that. And then, oh, actually, out of the blue, um, the Susquehanna Tavern reached out to me as in One Up Games. They had no idea about the NEPA Gaming Challenge. And um, we're just like, hey, you know, we want to partner with a local business and do kind of like a game night. And uh, would you be interested in that? And so automatically, I was like, this is NEPA Gaming Challenge. Wheels. You know, yeah. this is this is what we're going to do. So um, we did that. Yeah. And it's great. But I got to tell you that going back to the NEPA gaming challenge, um, the games, what games we're going to pick, because it's easy. I mean, I have an extensive collection. I have inventory as well, so I can grab pretty much anything to play. That's the easy part. Um, playing and getting drunk and whatever, that's all easy. But what's hard is trying to figure out punishments. And then, as we were talking about before, having shitty editing skills, I got to be like, okay, you know, if there's other people in this video that aren't going to sign a release for us, then we have to blur their faces out. And that's a pain in the ass. And that's going to take hours and hours. And, yeah. you know, so we really need to, to beef up our editing skills so that we can expand our availability of. I'm here um, for you. We should talk well, that's after awesome. the show. I'm here for you. Well, I just said to Rich, I was just like, you know, I would love to reach out to somebody who is, you know, I mean, we don't need much, but I mean, if it's going to take us like 12 hours to, you know, edit out like eight faces, you know, put stupid one-up mushrooms did you you know, get on the, their face. Did you get the cloud? No. You didn't get the Adobe cloud? No, no. So you got an emulator? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, and that's called Rich? <clears throat> A callback? Callback. You're welcome. I love how you're drinking do, man. You like that? Yeah, that got me through so much trouble. It got you through trouble? Yep. I think it gets me into trouble. No, it's hillbilly meth, man. Is that what it is? Still yeah, it's code amazing. red. Yes, they do. Oh. And I believe there's a purple one, too. Oh. They should call it Grimace. I should, Grimace. Uh, I should buy a case of code red and open up my old Steam account and play some Counter-Strike tonight. There you go. Mm. Laura, you have work. <laughs> you know, I have work tomorrow too. It's not a big <laughs> whatever, oh, <clears throat> right? Oh man, because I mean, you 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 really, I mean, you do these late at night, and then you're you're you know you're going to work or whatever else too. You know, with the the the, the challenges and everything else, because because well, you got to do the you got to do the gaming stuff, and then you know figure out the punishments, and then go do those. So what are these yes. punishments? Oh my god, there's. A million different things. Well, not a million different things. Like I wish there was a million different things. Oh, it's it's kind of no, like, you a, have to talk like normal. An, almost like an Impractical Jokers kind of thing. <clears throat> impractical Jokers meets Jackass, you know. 
I mean, we don't really want to build a fan base of people that enjoy us hurting each other. But <laughs> but it is the strange attractor. It is. Yeah. It definitely is. And um, one of our challenges, I we were playing Black Ops Three, Call of Duty Black Ops Three. It was it's the newest uh, Call of Duty game to come out. I have it. I so at it. We played that, and um, Jim lost, and so an appropriate punishment we thought was that the loser would be shot with a 200 rounds of paintball 200 rounds 200 yeah. rounds 200 rounds yes but one hurts enough <laughs> i don't even know if i can say that so i'll stop 200 rounds <clears throat> at about 50 feet oh, oh man <laughs> yeah but the thing is shot is, where is everywhere except the nuts we made an agreement. I would not show them in the deck. Now, I will say though is is that it's a gentleman's agreement. <laughs> Absolutely, it's very right. polite. I mean, it doesn't affect the you know the the integrity of the video. Then you know whatever I can save them that punishment. But sure. at one shot though, two balls entered the chamber, and one got had enough oomph to get and hit him in the chest, but the other one fell a little short. And you can watch it in the video, kind of arc down and hit him. Hit him right in the <laughs> dick. It was. He's like, oh, you bastard! You said you weren't gonna hurt me. Hit me yeah, in but, the dick. <laughs> you didn't wear a cup? No, no cup. So there's no safety shit. No, but that's not true. He had a paintball mask. Good. Um, he did use. Uh, I allowed him to use a um, throat thing, like a bandana for his throat, uh, t-shirt, and basketball shorts. And then he gets shot in the penis. Just once. <laughs> <laughs> so you shot him in the chest? I shot him in... Oh, yeah. I shot him everywhere. You shot 200 rounds at him. Well, about. But the th good news for him, though, is is that when I laugh, especially when I really, really laugh, not You'd just chuckle, I I just... My, I close my eyes. I'm crying. I couldn't see. So, I mean, a lot of them <laughs> didn't even hit him. I mean, a lot of them hit him, but it was much easier than it could have been. But, yeah, I mean, you, you've been doing some outrageous stuff. I mean, you had the... You, you're, uh, you waxed your legs. That, yes. Well, Jim waxed still, my legs. Are they still... Uh, um, still they're they're still not right. I can tell you that. They're not... I mean, Wait, you, you waxed the terrible, whole leg? No, no. Um, just uh, knee down. Knee you down. you got to be careful about all these challenges that you're not blowing your wad too early and you're you're going to, you know... 10 episodes down the road, you're like, what are we going to do? Well, we're already there because it's, it's tough. It's, it's really tough because we don't want to, you know be like stupid you know but uh it's it's tough yeah we don't want to you know make it about that all the time because i mean right. you know you could do other things that you know embarrass the other guy that kind of right. thing you know put them in yeah, but also there's a great situation but also there's a great synergy where you're actually promoting a game mm -hmm. right and it's a unique way to do it because i mean you don't really see anybody like there's there's so many of those uh you know gaming videos out there like we talked about before mm -hmm. but there's not anything like exactly like that you know no i we've actually i've done a quite a bit of research and I haven't found anybody else doing. I mean, there's tons of let's plays. There's tons of just, you know, I'm going to check this out and whatever, and we're going to goof around or whatever, but nothing with the punishment, you know? So, but yeah, I mean, we've done stuff where it's embarrassing. Like, um, Oh, the first one, which actually I realized that it was a cakewalk, you know, because it's like a furry, you know what I mean? Like usually they're introverted people who have a hard time, you know, socializing. It's like a furry. You're yes. But then you put, you know, you put a, a a mask or whatever they, you know, a, the furry head, right? The furry head, and holy shit, they come alive. What was the first because challenge? Because it's they're anonymous. Um, I don't remember the game. Oh, we played Mortal Kombat. I think Ten? it was Mortal Kombat X. Yep. Yes. Um, loser had to go, and this was right before Christmas. Um, now of course it was a little later in the evening. Um, but the loser had to go to Victoria's Secret, dressed in my full mascot Mario. Um, costume had to go to Victoria's Secret and buy panties for Princess Peach. 
<laughs> and and it was it was fun, but I realized though, as Jim was completely anonymous. Well, how embarrassed could you be when you're anonymous? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So that's why I realized it was it was too cake. But it was fun because um, there was stuff we were going to edit out of the video, just because you know you don't need to see us walking from the food court to no. Victoria's Secret. But we got about halfway, and we run into a guy selling. Um, he had a little kiosk for gift certificates, and he's like, "Hey, Mario." And then Mario comes up and he's like, oh, hello, I'm here to buy panties for Princess Peach or whatever he's saying. (laughs) And he's like, and this guy's totally not even paying attention to a word Mario is saying. And he's like, I remember that Pac-Man thing. And it was just hysterical. (laughs) And then, of course, um, and other people, you know, giving him, you know, high fives and stuff like that. And then you see security come in and I was just like. All right, Mario, let's go. <laughs> and we're just taking <laughs> off. And Jim's girlfriend was with us. And I, I told her up front, I said, I don't know how this is going to go down. I went into Victoria's Secret How are you first. filming this? Um, an HD, just an HD Sony camera. Just, you know. You okay. brought that into the store? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And they let you? Well, not, the thing is, really. is the first thing I did was I, I parked... Um, oh, you, you know, already had the getaway planned? No, no, no. No, <laughs> no. no I didn't plan on needing a, get, a getaway plan. But... We parked closest to Victoria's Secret. I ran in real quick and I said, hey, this is who I am. Introduced myself, gave him my car. And I was like, this is what we do. This is what we want to do. I want to make sure you guys are A, cool with this. B, know that, you know, you're not being robbed. You know, whatever. Everything's kosher. Are you cool with that? And the, the lady I spoke with, and like a fool, I have the camera hanging around my neck, but it was not recording. It should have been. Because she's like, oh, yeah, that sounds fine. I just, you know, she's like, let me just go check. So she runs in the back and talks to somebody. She's like, wait here. So I'm waiting. The corporate overlord of Victoria's Secret. (laughs) Yeah. And then she comes back and she goes, you know what? As long as, and I assured him, I said, listen, I mean, he's going to make a purchase. Like, it's not whatever. I mean, you're going to get a sale or whatever. It's not going to be huge. At the end of the day, you're going to make some money and we're not going to embarrass you. And uh, she comes back and she's like, you know, as long as he conducts himself, you know, appropriately. And I said, yeah, I said, we're both local business owners. We're not going to do anything you know, inappropriate. Yeah. She's like, yeah, you're good. So I'm like, all right, cool. So we circle back around, go to the food court because of course we want to go as long as we possibly you can. Want a parade. Right. <laughs> and, you know, obviously more opportunities for interaction with other people. Sure. And um, <clears throat> so we get there and when we first get there and I'm no cinematographer, I mean, I'm just trying to do the best I can to keep my shot level, keep it steady. And except for the walking part, of course, because it's like, whatever. But we get into Victoria's Secret, and because I've already asked for permission, and they've already granted permission, though I have no documentation of this, I'm in there with no big deal. Now, meanwhile, we have security hot on our trail yeah, the whole time. And I'm like, you know, and Mario's saying something like... Um, what mall was this? Wyoming Valley. They don't <clears> like you filming. You're not supposed to Oh, film. well, I didn't know oh, anything. I tried to film a, a flash mob there, and they were going crazy. You need insurance for that. Okay. Well, we didn't get any shit for filming, but we got shit for his outfit, the right. mask. So the police are looking for a Mario. Absolutely. Right. Be on the lookout. What? Okay. Yeah. One half like of the dead uh, presidents from Point Break. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going down and we're about where Santa is. And that's where the gift certificate guy is and the whole, right. I remember that Pac-Man yep, thing yep, interaction. Yep, 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 yep. Security comes through and I'm like, shit. And um, and I had already prepped Julie. I said, listen, I don't know, but if security comes, I need you to go after them. And she also went and anybody who was there got them to sign release forms if they were willing to. Sure. And I'm like, you need to run, you know, defense, interference, interference yeah. you know. And uh, so she's doing that. And I'm like, let's go, Mario. And he doesn't realize what's going on because so his he doesn't vision, know that all this is going on. No, his vision's really restricted in this, this yeah, mascot, yeah. Okay. Mario. <laughs> 
And I'm like, yo, let's go. And he's talking about whatever. I'm like, listen, security's on us. Let's, we got to go. <laughs> and he's like, oh, really? I'm like, yes. So we get there and you can even hear him in the film. The security guard's like, oh, we contracted with Victoria's Secret. And I don't even know what bullshit story Julie well, gave him. I don't know him, what they're but, talking about either. Right. Yeah. So we get in there and it's, it's like almost like this imbe- invisible shield. The second you walk into Victoria's Secret, you're like, ooh, safe, you know? <laughs> and so, because I already have the permission. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and I'm filming like normal. When we go in and, you know, he's doing his deal and um, we go to get somebody. Because one of the things I said is all we need is somebody who is willing to be in the video, who's going to play around. I said, please don't tell your employees because we want genuine reactions. And um, we just need someone who's going to help Mario make his purchase and whatever. Yeah. So we get there. And of course, it's nobody's there to help us. So we wait in line. And this woman, another woman comes up and she's like, oh, no, you can't film in here. You can't do this. You can't do that. Of course, I'm filming the whole time. It's just now just hanging around my neck. And for every opportunity, I was just kind of like, you know, shifting every which way just to to hope and pray that what I want. Turn the tally lamp off so that they don't know it's blink. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm not. So... um, and then I turn and Julie's just like, oh, should we have them sign release forms? I'm like, no, they're not going to sign release forms. We're not supposed to be filming. So we're just, you know, I said, but you bet your ass we're keeping this footage. <laughs> so we go through the whole purchase and she's talking about we were going to edit it out, but I was just so pissed that they told us yes. And then all of a sudden it was like, no. And um, so the whole conversation of, oh, you know, you can't, when we, even when we throw, you can't film, you can't take pictures, like bullshit. You're going to tell me that in this day and age that people aren't Snapchatting and Instagramming whatever the fuck they want anytime yeah, they sure. want. Of course they are. They can detain you for that in a mall though. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I know this. Were you detained? Several times. That's awesome. For taking pictures with my cousins. We'll have to talk about that because we really pushed the envelope afterwards. So, oh, okay. We continue, you, you dirty scoundrel. <laughs> so the security yeah, guy is waiting. The security guy comes <laughs> in <laughs> and he's like, yo, he's like, you know, you're fine doing whatever you're doing. But when you leave, you know, you have to remove the helmet. And I'm sure. just like, oh, why? And at this point, we think we're editing all this out. And um, he's just like, oh, well, you know, no masks allowed in the mall. And I was like, oh, huh. I was like, well, what about Halloween? And you can see because the floor is like really shiny tile and you can see like his reflection. And he's like, only small children and emotions <laughs> with his hands. <laughs> like a child is like a foot and a half. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I'm Embryos. just like. Right. Yeah, so I'm like, he's a child. I assure you, he really is. It should be okay. Yeah. He might have a 401k, but <laughs> <laughs> so we do our thing there, and then we leave. Um, and you know, he made us take the the helmet off after we left, and you know, just and I was like, hey, would you be on camera telling him not to, you know, not to wear yeah, the mask? And he's like, no, absolutely not. Oh. I'm like, all right, fuck it, whatever. So then we left. Um, and then Santa wasn't there, so we couldn't see Santa, which we Isn't were... is Santa in a mask? No, he's wearing a beard. No, he has a beard. Yeah. You can see his eyes. Is his that part. what it comes down to, is just eyes? If you can identify him from a lineup of other people wearing a beard, yeah. I'm going to tell you something. So if I had a baklava on and you could see my eyes, like that's legit? Mm, you probably don't want to walk into a mall with a baklava on. <laughs> I Look, understand this. When Freddie Mercury shaved his mustache, no one recognized him. That's the important. That's this. Superman. He takes off his glasses. Right. People that don't even know. They don't even know what's up. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, all, all I'm know, saying all is Santa's know, in disguise. Listen. He could be. A, he could be a criminal. Do you ever watch Bad Santa? I love that movie. That's for, that was a good movie. Right. He's dressed. He's a, he's incognito. Santa's in the mall. The Easter Bunny. 
The Easter Bunny, yes. He is definitely wearing a fucking mask. Did you ever see yeah. the old school Easter Bunny photos? I Mall rats from like the scary. 30s. <laughs> no wonder why children were I don't scared. know if I've seen any from the 30s, but I, I definitely have seen oh, it's you know, like 60s, the 70s. Donnie Darko Easter Bunnies <laughs> And then, then for some reason in the 80s, they all had Hawaiian wicker chairs. Yeah, that was weird, right? wasn't it? I'll have to look. I'll do a Google search. Mm-hmm. So look, uh-huh. Jesus came back today. <laughs> Here's your Hawaiian wicker chair in and remembrance. And your rabbit costume. That <laughs> <laughs> gives out eggs that he got from a chicken. Makes no sense. All right, you doing your cues? And, but, well, uh, I, wa- I want to make sure that right before we get to that, that uh, we talk about the NES trail because we have that yes. event coming up. What is so that? I want to make sure we plug it. Oh, that's my other project of many. Oh, you, don't have, you don't have enough to do? Yeah. No, I don't. Okay. I don't. Um, so rich. Pretty much. Yeah. It's going to get worse, though, I think. Or better. Well, however if you, you drink and do. Mm. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yellow number five or whatever they say? I don't know. What the yellow, I think it's yellow number five. Yeah. Um, it's basically plutonium, but keep going. The, oh, that, that must be why it runs so efficiently. <laughs> uh, uh, the NES trail basically is... I'm sorry? If you're a nuclear reactor. <laughs> he is. I did see the radiation sign on the bathroom. I My was a little nervous. Asshole. I was like, oh, do I want to go in here? He works down at the power plant, so he grabbed a... <laughs> radioactive thing and threw it on there and we haven't taken it off in three years well i was concerned i was like wait if i expose myself in this bathroom i think he actually went in did what he had to do and it was a good mark oh it was like a warning yeah i gotcha and i just think we just never took it off that's cool which is great because nobody uses that bathroom i have it all to me people think there's plutonium in there it's the libyans We got to go back. All right. What's the NES, NES Trail? NES Trail is a nonprofit organization um, that I created with a buddy of mine. Uh, we host, it's basically a mashup of, you know, NES, Nintendo, original Nintendo, and the Oregon Trail. Oh. And it came about because um, we were talking about this guy who did a Kickstarter to collect NES games and then um, do a documentary about it. And I was like, all right, well, what did he do with, with the games when he was done? And, you know, what? So we were all confused about what exactly happened with this. And um, I was just like, you know, what would be cool is if he collected these games and made a documentary or a web, whatever. Um, and then did something like, you know, gave the games away or. Yeah, like St. You know, Joe's aux- or something. Yeah, auctioned yeah. them off or whatever for charity. I think that'd be <laughs> cool. And um, my buddy Gene came in and he heard the tail end of the conversation. He's like, what are you talking about? And, and I said, Oh, and he made a joke, something like, um, Oh yeah. Jamie Ford's, you know, Susquehanna river loses three carts. And I was like, (laughs) that is fucking awesome. I'm like, NES trail. There we go. So what it is now, I mean, there's much bigger, you know, plans for it. Um, but right now what we're doing is we're just trying to establish a, you know, a community, you know, a strong foundation here in our local community and we host uh, live tournaments and gaming events and we raise money for local charities. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Uh, we've done, we're coming up this Sunday, the 28th uh, will be our fourth event. It's going to be super smash brothers uh, for the Wii U and it's $7 in advance, $10 at the door. 100% of all proceeds are going to the big brothers, big sisters of the bridge in Luzerne County. 100%. 100%. Yes. And where is this? It's actually um, hosted at the 44 borough building um, because I don't have room in my shop to do it, even with the, the new location. Um, and yeah, what we do is basically I have a high definition projector that we set up. It's basically floor to ceiling and as wide as, you know, within proportion it could be. So it's huge. And that's the main tournament screen. And then for the second bracket, because every 
every tournament is double elimination. Um, we'll have a loser's bracket, second chance bracket, whatever you want to call it. Um, in the back, it's usually on a 50 or a 65 inch flat screen. And then in the middle, we'll have like 15 different other televisions set up. What? Yeah. With a different council. Going to Vegas. A different console set up on each one. Now, obviously, we'll have like a number of NESs, so we can have like classics like Super Mario. Um, Duck Hunt, I don't know why, is super popular. I mean, I love the game, but I put a light gun game in here, and nobody, there is never a time where someone's not playing this game. It's just ridiculous. I love it. And are they, are they literally with the gun against the screen? Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes, yes. But then there's other people that, you know, are way back as far as they can be. So that's cool too. But yeah, and we'll put, all sorts of wacky games. Like we'll always sprinkle in classics that everybody knows, like, you know, Super Mario, um, usually Melee always makes an appearance just because it's very popular. Um, but we try to expose people to games that either they may not know of or they're just hard to find or expensive or whatever. Turtles Wait, in Time. Do you, do you go down? Which is a great game. Absolutely. But you go down with like 15 TVs and consoles and mm-hmm. like all that. What do you, you put them in the Outback? Um, no, actually, um, thankfully we have a couple friends. Um, Gene's father has a truck, so, you know, we'll fill up the truck. And, and you guys don't get a nickel for that. You guys do it all. How many people show up? Like what is, is it like from six to 60? Like, um, not, age. no, not that, about yeah. age, not like, no, not that far, but back up. Um, well last, the last one we did, and obviously it's been growing. Like I said, it's, wait, hmm. So third, I think this is our fourth event, but I, I it might be fifth. I'm, I've lost track, but um, the last time we had an event, um, we had 65 actual people attend or participate in the actual tournament, and we had about 100 people in attendance total. So so you raised like $1,650 for a nonprofit? Well, no. Combined, we've raised about 2500 so far to date. So Because it's $7. It's $7 per person. Oh, yeah. Well, free. Right. Pre-registration, then $10 at the door. Um, and we get a, you know, a mix. I mean, it's, it's different I mean, every time. 160 people. Well, that's the thing though, too, is, is that only the participants playing in the tournament pay. Now, usually, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I, I don't want to be the guy that says, Hey, yo, if you haven't paid or contributed or whatever, then you can't play this stuff. I'm not going to do that. But, um, a lot of them too, is they'll have parents or other people that friends that'll come along with them, but won't necessarily participate in the tournament. That's still awesome so, though. Thanks. But yeah, I mean, it's a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, and that's the thing too. And I don't think people realize is that, um, you know, it's just Gene and I, like I try to put together like a little team and have them like actually involved. So they would be like vested in the project to feel like, you know, they were really members or what they did was important and whatever, but it was just a, a fiasco. So now it's boiled down to just Gene and I, um, each event cost us about $300 or so, um, depending sometimes, Sometimes people will donate stuff to us. Like we pay for all the prizes. Like we're going to have trophies for this one where we had for the last three events or the last two events. And we will for this third. Um, and we pay for those out of pocket. Um, we're in the process now of trying to secure some sponsors so that even if, and even if with all the work and whatever, I mean, if it can cost us zero, you know, out of pocket and we don't mind doing all the rest of the work or whatever, but obviously after a while, $300 every, you know, six to eight weeks or so, um, yeah, it's up. You know, right. Absolutely. And the thing is, is that we don't, you know, say like our last event, we raised $992. Um, 
And so when we raised, at the end of the day, when we counted that up, we weren't like, okay, well, you know, we included a Marth Amiibo and an end-level display and this, you know, Smash controller and all that, and then deduct it from whatever we take. We don't do that. We donate 100% of all proceeds. That's awesome. So, Thanks. I'm just looking at you for positive reasons. So this starts at noon? Yes, it starts How at noon. Well, that depends. A lot of people ask that, but it's so hard to tell because um, there is a time limit within it, you know, playing Smash, but that's usually just to, you know, prevent pe- people from camping. Um, but <laughs> normally, no, I mean, because they kind of just, know it's uh, a term. you know, <laughs> lay back and, you know, but it really all depends on how many people, you know, show up. So, but so far, all of them have ended anywhere between like five and six. Wow. That's, so. that's not bad at all. No, it's it's not terrible. I mean, we've... And what's it, where is it at this weekend? The 40 Fort Borough Building. And we'll it's have the, all the information in the description on the podcast. Awesome. Yeah. Will there yeah. be refreshments? Um, you know, we got a cooler the first time and we're just soda and water and everything like that, but nobody seemed to really do it. So we we didn't, hmm. you know, so we stopped. Oh, Plus, you're, not, you're, not, you're not pushing due to kids? It's tough. No, I'm definitely not pushing due <laughs> to kids. Are you kidding me? People come in, I have these licensed Nintendo energy drinks, like Mega Man E-Tank and, you know, Resident Evil, uh, T-Virus Antidote oh <clears throat> energy God. drink. And, and kids will be like, oh my God, wow. And I'll be like, yo, I mean, they're your kids. Do you not. do whatever you want. But it even says right on the side, not intended for children. Like I would not give that to your kids. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, another thing that's tough with that though, too, is that um, obviously we have a lot of, you know, electronics hooked up everywhere and, you know, people spill stuff. And instead of being you cool don't and be like, like me, who's like, this Dreamcast looks thirsty. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So especially with like top loader Nintendos that are, you know, a hundred bucks just for the console. Oh, so yeah. You're going to get rapid fired. I don't know what that means. You'll find out real quick. I'm going to ask you a series of questions. You have to immediately answer them with the first thing that comes to your mind. Oh God. Yes. Question number one. Wait, isn't he getting three seconds? <laughs> it's hard to say three seconds. Cause then you're stuck thinking about three seconds instead of what your actual answer is. That's Holy the smokes, point. Hold on, I gotta take a sip of the dew. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to find a vein? It's not as good as <laughs> it's not as good as a smoothie, but yeah. <laughs> what was your favorite bedtime story growing up? I I don't I didn't really have bedtime stories. Oh. That's a whole sad affair. We don't want to talk about okay. it. <laughs> Invent one unintentional purpose for pool noodles. For what noodles? Pool noodles. Pool noodles. Oh, um, I, I like, well, I like to fill them up with water and like blow on them to make like, you know, a like water, a water feature. Gun. Yeah. Like a, well, not a water feature, but say? I want to spray people. She said water feature. What the hell is that? Like, a, um, like a, you know, the little pond with peeing. the, right. The boys peeing or whatever. Or the, the koi spitting. <laughs> yeah. No. I just know they recall that. To like spray right. people. Yeah. Jesus Christ. If you could work for any pirate in history, which would it be and why? What type of pirate? <laughs> are we like our pirate or are we like any you know, pirate in history oh jesus well who's considered a pirate today are there modern day pirates there are modern oh, day absolutely pirates. absolutely um i hope he does shit, three seconds i'm well past that, uh, I don't know. Movie. this is my ship <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah somali pirates what, are, what kind of pirates are not- captain jack sparrow there davy jones i don't know i have no idea <laughs> Tell us a color that does not exist. I have no idea of a color that doesn't exist. I would say black only because it's the absence of light. Bergen apple. Oh, you mean just a name? I can make up names. (laughs) 
I don't know. <laughs> this is a fight. That's like, tell me something that's not true. Well, to be fair, the, like a dog can only see seven colors. A human, I think, can see 13. And then the... Uh, we can we can see millions and billions of colors. No. The, yes, we can. Thir- there we have 13 color receptors. And then the rainbow shrimp has something like 31 color receptors. Oh, my good so they can God see all these colors heaven. that don't exist to the human eye. I, we, we just went from pirates to rainbow shrimp. They also have sonic punch. Seconds. They have sonic punches. What's your next? Oh, is that the one that punches the glass? The, the one the, that makes the, a... The, they make the a dick shrimp. Yeah, they make a sonic boom when they punch. Yeah, they hit so hard. That's a cool Not shrimp. Not to be confused sonic with Guile's sonic boom. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. That's where I'm at. <laughs> just when you guys were talking about ducktails and tailspin and Woo-hoo. shit like that. I'm I know I have game. a different soundtrack in my head for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm in a different spot. Are we going got? on? One more. If you found a suitcase full of money walking down the street, what would you do? How much money? $100,000. Wait, 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 no, wait. That's wait. not enough. Is the suitcase of money walking down the street? Oh, Jesus. We, uh, I, uh, I would scream, holy shit, a walking suitcase. Right. That's a whole different thing. Did you ever hear the joke about the muffins? You know, that one's tough. Because, I, I mean, I would imagine that someone's missing that money somewhere. And I mean, you know. And it literally ran off. Right. Absolutely. And I'd be pissed. You, but, never, heard um, the, you never heard the joke about the muffins? There's two muffins in the oven. One muffin looks at the other one and says, hey, it's getting pretty hot in here. And the other one goes, holy shit, a talking muffin. <laughs> Ever heard that? <laughs> she didn't like it. You didn't think that was funny? <laughs> Porkins. Porkins. That's going to be awesome. I got a fabulous milk crate and three hats at the antique store. We will store. find a way, Lauren. Mm. Wait, what happened to... high water. What happened to don't tell anyone? We're no, not, no, I We're not telling I anyone. Well, I understand, we but we're getting dangerously close. It was mentioned before, and I was like, I knew that was going to happen. It's a and teaser. now it's a teaser. We're teaser? I'm not familiar with marketing, so I don't it's know like what that is. It's like episode eight, Space Bears. I hear teaser, I think of something completely different. Is that what they call it, Rich, now? Space Bears? Yeah. That's the working title now for the new Star Wars. Did you see that photo? Oh, yeah, I saw the photo. Yeah, yeah. Carrie Fisher posted the dog with his tongue that goes to the ground. That's a weird dog. You didn't see that? Cute, though. Was this all today? It was like three days ago. Oh, I Space it. Bears. I think that's the name of it. Episode eight. Space Bears. You've been cued. <laughs> Congratulations. You made it. Thank you. I don't know if I really did, though. There was a couple. There was just not enough information in the question. Oh. Yeah, but she's so like it. Like in the list. Cerebral. <laughs> They're deep questions. Lauren doesn't half-ass it. No. Sometimes. No, you don't. Every one of those questions is like, that would take me like 20 minutes to think up just one of them. And I'm sure like you literally rapid fire them. You're like, and here's the seven questions I'm going to ask. And they were just boom, 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 boom. I'm going to have you come up with punishments. She'd be great at it. I would be sick. I swear to God, she'd be great at it. Do you have access to gym mats? Jim, we can get, yeah. I mean, I'm sure somebody somewhere, somehow, yes. Okay, I've got some punishments for you. Now, was it physical pain punishments? Not pain. A little bit of a thrill. <laughs> Sounds like a date. As long as they don't freak Sounds out, like- they won't get hurt. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> Wait, just, what did you just say? Just stay calm. and just Don't freak you know, out and you won't get hurt. It'll be some kind of counterintuitive bullshit, like when you go to the chiropractor and yeah. you, know, you, have like to, scary, you have to relax your neck thing. or they'll just kill you. Is your back still bothering you? <laughs> After the show, <laughs> is this, this is, like the is this like the trust test? <laughs> oh I, well, I'm down. Not, I'm telling you, not. I it's it's tough. It really is. You think it, it's easy? It's not easy. So I'm it's I'm not. open. It's like coming. It's like you know. episodic television. But as long as we don't just stay with physical pain, though, because you, you know, shot your buddy with two hundred people. So if oh my god! And I cried and laughing. You have ideas? Please throw them out there. 
Do you want to go to the last word? Yes. All right. Feel free to participate, man. Cool. <laughs> You're not kicked out. So uh, we, we touched on this a little bit last week uh, about the uh, short documentary uh, that Kenny Luck did. Uh, called, oh, is that still going? Uh, well, yeah, I figured we'd get to the comments because, you know, oh, I figured I, comments I'd give it a week to we build up. All right. No, we just talked about it. We didn't. We, I didn't really get into the nitty gritty with the comments. But, yeah, I thought it was it. It got a it got a quite a bit of reaction. Uh, it's up to it's like 20,000 views. now. Yeah, 20,000 views. Uh, which is which is great because uh, we're the only ones who who you know put the video out and promoted it and everything. So for us to get that much on on it is pretty interesting. You hear that, sponsors? Right, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, and and that's the thing is <laughs> your logo could have been at the front of that. I I think the only the you know the the, the my sadness with it is that you know we post videos all the time. And uh, most of them are positive and uh, talking about good things going on in the community. And of course, people, you know, don't watch those or share those nearly as much as something that they can bitch about. So. I don't think I don't think I don't think Kenny's video is negative, though. It's it, well, it's not. It, but ninety nine poses a question. Right. Which many people answer cynically. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> You know, it's it 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 does kind of leave on a good note and everything, but there's a lot of people that it's really optimistic. They just yeah, they just they just want to complain and they and you know and here's the other thing too. It's the irony of the whole thing. I I will say this. I noticed this right away, and I was getting worried because uh, I, I I was I was starting to get get uh, frustrated because one of my biggest pet peeves in the world is people who read the headline and talk about an article, share it with other people. And have not read any of the content oh, whatsoever. Yep. Because a lot of times, usually their commentary is answered in the article or video or whatever that they're sharing. If they had just watched it or listened to it or read it or whatever, they would would answer that. It was a good like when I shared on my own wall. Uh, I saw this guy, and I, I don't know who it was because I tagged a bunch of friends in it. So it was obviously one of my friends' friends. Uh, he tagged someone else in a comment to ask a question about the video and i responded and i said wait he said did such and such tag did you see this no no it it wasn't even one of this it was it was like asking a a question about the video oh and it was like if you just watch the i i I commented i was like if you just watch the video your answer is in there like you don't have to ask someone so so in other words uh who needs a fucking cliff's notes for a youtube video in other words you will take the time to comment tag someone else share it whatever but you won't take the time to actually click on it in the first place and watch it it's just it's bizarre spectacular yeah and right away i noticed right away i'm like oh wow this has got a couple hundred shares now it's got a thousand shares and it was going up and up and I'm looking at the, the the YouTube count, and it wasn't anywhere near that. And I'm like, so there's right. all these like people nothing. that are ab- they're definitely sharing this this story. They're sharing the video, and they they have definitely not watched it because clearly the the counter is at a different number. So there's more wow. people sharing it than there are watching it. So that was so frustrating to me. Thankfully. Uh, the, eventually the, the counter caught up a little bit more and, you know, it started really, uh, hitting pretty good. I mean, within 24 hours, uh, or, and then 48 hours, I, I think he had, uh, 10,000 views in 48 hours, which is fantastic. Uh, especially because it's not on, I, dude, know. I've been doing this for 10 years. I still don't have, you know, how many views did he get in 48 hours? In 48 10, hours at 10,000. I yeah. still don't have 10,000 views on everything. I know. Right. It, it, it was ridiculous. Kenny Luck, you're a jerk. 
And it, you know, and it, doing good it, stuff. It does. It does speak to you know the the quality of it and everything. And you know, everybody had their say of what they would have done differently or whatever else. And it's like that's great, but you didn't do it. You know, he did. So yeah, you know, don't he Monday the, morning quarterback the poor guy. He did it. You didn't. <laughs> So I, I just want to read a couple of the comments just because I thought they you know there was definitely some interesting commentary. Uh, these are these are from our Facebook. Uh, one guy says NEPA is the most uh, negative, downtrodden, pessimistic. He doesn't finish that, so I, I guess he maybe he wait. This where he ended. Maybe he no, died. No, he said uh, <laughs> here here is a test. And this, this is bullshit. This, this is pretty funny. Enter. He said, here's a test. Tell people you have a great idea. If you are able to finish explaining the idea, the first response will be how it won't work. If you are lucky, you'll hear the word no in the first sentence. Uh, another guy says, uh, I don't know if we're the un- unluckiest or uh, the unhappiest city. Uh, Flint might be the America's unhappiest city. At least the residents of Scranton can drink their tap water. No, we can't. <laughs> well, I do. So. We have lead paint in <laughs> our tap water. The lead levels are 16 times that of, of Flint. Flint, Michigan. Yeah. Don't drink your tap water, Rich. <laughs> Seriously. Hasn't killed me yet. Oh. Oh. He's building up a tolerance. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You're like that guy who I saw that breeds snakes and he just well, makes them bite them the, the, the right. problem is, so is it's invincible. more in the, the the paint and uh <clears throat> the materials that built the houses around here than it is uh in, in the in the water but you know i was told not to lick the siding on my house but my cat does it constantly so i think he might be a little <laughs> wait did, were you doing something that someone had to remind you not right. to lick the siding on the side of your house I was house shopping they told me not to lick the siding. oh this is a great it's a nice neighborhood it's good schools oh and don't lick the siding <laughs> apparently it's a thing <laughs> What? What? That would explain a lot. That would definitely explain a lot. Uh, <laughs> Jim Jim says, uh, here, here's a sobering bit of data to think about, too. The average individual income in the U.S. is $48,000. The average income for a family of four in this area, as of 2014, is 43000 Yep. So a family of four here is worse off than the average individual elsewhere in the country. Yep. Uh, there are also there's also another ranking study done a while back that placed this area's individual debt as some of the highest in the country too. That's Coincidence? True. Doubtful. Uh, since the biggest complaint I hear is uh, the way the city of Scranton conducts itself with raising taxes and continuing down its pa- its uh, path of spiraling debt, why don't the city's inhabitants force the Chamber of Commerce to file Chapter 11 bankruptcy? I'm sure the city could use a reboot to get back on ground zero and start attracting better companies and startups to the area. Um, there's obviously a lot of people who just kind of just uh you know there's there's a lot of comments like this uh this area sucks and always has and always will uh it has actually gotten worse as time passes it has not seen prosperity since the 1900s thank you very much for adding nothing to the conversation somebody Uh, write that yeah somebody just wrote that you know that's that's, (laughs) everything sucks um uh well see you later (laughs) (laughs) thanks for stopping by there's a lot of these like uh you know how do they come up with this or whatever it's like it's in the fucking video it's in the fucking description goddamn read it uh like kenny does a really good job of explaining yeah i think all this stuff it's not just like taking it right he breaks it down bit by bit you know and explains you know oh yeah it's due to you know there's there's uh the income there's the alcoholism levels you know things like that um, you know that all play a role in this. Yeah, stuff. He covered, I thought he covered it well. I thought he. I thought he covered all the bases for anybody who was going to go. Well, what about? You know what I mean? Like he answered it right. He didn't answer the question on why it's up. Why it's depressed. He posed questions on it. Could be this. It could be that. 
but ultimately i think these all play factors sure and you know i i think i think people who maybe you know there was there was a guy uh you know another comment that i you know on my own wall that i didn't even know the guy he just kind of chimed in and he started going off about how you know it it, it it didn't answer this and it didn't do that and why, you know why you know why didn't explain that or whatever and I said, well, you know, all the things that you're asking for, I, I said, you do. I said, if you read the article that goes with it, uh, there's a con. The context is that he did this in like a month. You know, he he shot it, edited it, put all this stuff together, got all these other people to do animations and drawings for it and things like that. Put music in it, added all this stuff together, did the interviews, whatever. He put the whole production together in a month on absolutely no budget. So what yeah. you're saying is, you know, like he's saying, well, you should have, you know, should have done research and this and that. And it's like research costs money, costs time, uh, costs you know resources, things like that. Then you're asking for a budget here, so now he's spending money. You know, like people think the Marvel movies just appear. Yeah, exactly. Like, like take it for what it is. Oh, it's in a two weeks, it'll come from video. a parallel dimension, and here will nobody had to pay anything to make this <laughs> or time, and right. it didn't employ you know three thousand craftsmen and artists and. Right. I just think it happens. My 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 favorite comment of all actually is. Oh, I hope it's beautiful. And I I I will uh I I will say who it is because uh, it's Dave from Comics on the Green. So thank you, Dave, for being the voice of reason here. Uh, he said, as I re- read through the comments, I see what is basically examples of the plague that is prevalent in this country: people who don't take responsibility for their own choices and constantly blaming their surroundings. Should this area be better? Of course. But change starts in your own home. Don't wait for the local government to improve your life. I know way too many people who left this area for greener pastures only to come back because they found out otherwise. Our own personal day-to-day decisions affect our mindset more than the decisions of local leaders. Which I think hits on, you know, Kenny's main point is, you know, is it is the glass half empty or half full? It's it's your perspective. It's what you do with the glass. You know, it's not so much, uh, you know, it's it's all in how you look at it. You As know? Conor O'Brien says, "Be the change you want to be." That I think that was, was Gandhi, Gandhi. But sure. Yeah, but Conor O'Brien yeah. said it, so I'm going to give Conor O'Brien credit for it. <laughs> but you have, even I, if he stole it, I'm going to give Conor O'Brien because I, I love Conor O'Brien. You have a magnet that has that quote and Gandhi on it on your fridge that I gave you I don't for care. your birthday O'Brien two years ago. Conor O'Brien said it. Oh my god! Isn't it be the change you want to see in the world? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Was he reading the magnet on your fridge? I don't know. No, he's on the podcast. <laughs> yes, he, he, he did say that. On the I love podcast. Conor O'Brien to a fault. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I think he's a brilliant young man. Because he makes me laugh. And and there's people like him that are go-getters, you know, that are going to go oh, out Oh, he doesn't wait say, for anything. He just goes. You he know? just shows up and he's there. Right. Yeah. And he's, you know, creating things in the community that are awesome, you know, and that, that create change around here. And I, I just, I feel... Um, you know, uh, I don't want to beat a dead horse with, uh, you know, us talking about these types of situations cause they, they seem to come up every few months or so. But, um, I feel like there, there's, there's so much that this, this area offers in terms of the create, the, the creativity around here. Uh, the interesting, uh, you know, mix of people that bring all in different things to the table. I think there's so much to, you know, I, I always find that there's too much to write about. There's too much to feature on the website. I always run out of time. I never have enough uh, to, to feature all the great things going on in the area. That's a good problem to have. And that's not a problem that everybody has in other cities. You know, like we have a good thing here. We just don't know it. And we don't appreciate it at all. I don't know. What's your take on it, Jamie? No, I, I agree. I mean, I think there's been times I would love where if you went. They're right. <clears throat> yes, they're all right. 
What's your take on it? We're just a, right. a room full of douchebags that don't know what we're talking about. It's a great cover band name. Room full of douchebags? Yep. There we go. Let's start it. I, it's all just 80s and 90s alt rock. I need room for a, a, a new project. <laughs> it's all Nickelback. I just no, you know, a, yeah. a, a, an accordion concertina. Can we feature it? Fucking A. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. It. 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 We, we don't even have In to. In a parallel be universe, good. I bet you that's what you would have named a store. Maybe. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Instead of one up, it's fucking A. <laughs> fucking A. That's what I, I love. That. Someone said something to me today and it was like the softball thing. And I'm like, fucking A. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We gotta bring that back. We're bringing that back. What do you think? <laughs> fucking A. No, you know, my thing is, is that I love dodgeball. It just cracks me up. And Jason Bateman's character in that film, have you seen it? He plays the, the announcer, the right? The ref or whatever yeah. on the Ocho or whatever yeah. the hell it is. ESPN, the Ocho. Yeah. It's and he'd be like, Will Arnett, isn't it? FNA, Cotton, FNA. <laughs> so I'm just like, oh my God. Oh. Uh, no, I agree. I think that um, it's funny. I mean, not being from this area originally i mean i've always had friends and family in the area so i've been in and out of this area my entire life and i've always heard people talk about how it's shit and it's the armpit of the country or armpit of the state and um but at the same time though is you don't hear i mean i don't do shit anymore because i don't have any time but you know if i want to go snowboarding or skiing like good i'm there 15 minutes after i get out of work i'm there i'm good if i want to go kayaking i can literally carry my kayak from my house to the river and be gone and having a great time in a heartbeat. And I mean, there's just so much, you know, so much great stuff here that nobody takes advantage of or talks about. if you want to go get a a game that you didn't realize you could still get. Right. I go to one-up games. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Or if you decide you wanted to shoot a music video one day. Yes. Or if you decide that, you know, you want to sponsor an awesome fucking website and a podcast and all the nice things that they're doing. So I can eat. Right. You know, you go to, you know, the, the Washington Post or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was or about NAPAC. to say. Or yeah, You know, if, if you can, if you can uh, help whichever. yourself. Right. Or NES Trail so that two guys can bring video games to the masses and money to our local area. Right. You know, people aren't doing this stuff everywhere. Can, you know, right. like people need to understand that. And I, I think... People want to be they, they want their prejudices proven right, which, you know, is is, you know, social media is the worst for that because you could just subscribe to the things that you like and ignore the things that you don't like. So if you, you know, are a certain political mindset, you just subscribe to all the things that confirm that political mindset and don't challenge it at all. And then you're always, you know, and, and I feel like the same thing happens here where it's like in the face of mounting evidence that Northeast PA has all this really cool stuff going on. That it doesn't and all these suck. Great people. That it doesn't suck. Right. People will. They just want things that confirm what they already feel. That's what about everybody it. wants. It's not just here. And they want to. And and you know, like Dave said, I, I I think you know that's a great perspective. They're not taking responsibility for their own lives. Right. They want to blame the city and say my life sucks because of the city of Scranton. At the end of the day, you like and I've covered city council. I've been in, you know, embedded in that beat the trenches. And, and uh, yeah, understanding how uh county uh government works, how city government works. And the truth is your life sucks because of the Lord Cthulhu. Yes. Yes. Probably. That's really yeah, it's a big Do you do you, do you th- on it like, you know, in summation, do you think that a lot of it is this this vocal minority of negativity? Yes, I do. I, I think that's a good... I, I mean, like, you know, I, I hear it all the time. People are like, oh, just, you know, you want evidence of how shitty the people are around here. Just look at the the Scranton Times comments or look, listen to Talkback 16 and you hear all these... Those are people without jobs. It's the ten, the same 10 people over and over and really? over again. Well, it's... And, and, I mean, no, I mean, I know you're exaggerating, but... Yeah. 
I mean, it's it, in, in the comments. Absolutely, you could see the usernames. So it's everything the same. sucks. Sixty nine. Just yeah. <laughs> it's the same. The same ten people of no jobs, no lives, whatever, just bitching. And same thing with Talkback sixteen. It's the same. You know, twenty local yokels who you Always know call. have but nothing you better. Talkback sixteen is brilliant. Film oh, it's hyster- yeah, it's hysterical. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's it's also kind of sad because you're like, wow, this person really exists, and they really did sit on the line and like, you know, they, they're spouting this stuff, and it's not a joke. Like they're really dude. Not every apple. On the tree is going to be awesome. You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. Especially but if I- it's an organic tree. You are so fucking weird. Do we have the capability to do polls on the website? Yes. Can we open it up to just the listeners and not promote this poll, but just like put mm-hmm. a set of questions out there for anybody who's listening to this right now? Yeah. I, I'm on the spot now. So, what's the best question that we could ask them pertaining to this topic? How about what's the best gaming system? And put them against each other. That's easy. It's the NES. That's it. Pull over. Wait, you want to compare happiness to the Nintendo Entertainment System? No, but you know, before we go back, I want to say though is is that I remember I I lived on the mainline Philadelphia for a while, and I met some cool people, and there was some cool stuff going on there. Obviously, you're you know a major whatever suburb, or I'm sorry, you're a suburb of a major metropolitan area, and you can get everywhere and anywhere. And I was an adult, but a young adult at the time. And a lot of the people that I met, even if, you know, they were cool or semi-cool or whatever, had some shit going on, there was still a lot of negativity about the area. And and the thing I found fucked up about it is, is that these were, you know, products, these people were products of, you know, minor affluence um, with the train right fucking there. I mean, you can be center city in like 15 minutes and, you know, the world of culture, entertainment and arts is right there for you to partake in. But they just sit around and bitch and get fucking high and whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, so it isn't just at Northeast PA. I mean, that's for sure. And sure. it's frustrating, though, because the thing is, is that I find that when I do hear people, I was just talking to a guy uh, who works at FedEx, used to be a stand up comedian in um, New York, New Jersey, and this area came to my shop. And uh, about how he was frustrated at how he was doing his thing, and of course I, I was like, "Oh, check on any PC." But um, but he's not, man. he's not. Well, he's not doing it anymore because now he's got you know he's got a young child, he has another on the way, whatever. He's married, and it's time stuff for now. But he was talking about how friends would be like, "Oh yeah, I want to do stand up too," and kind of rode his coattails. Mm-hmm. So to the point where he was no longer able to focus on what he was doing, but just trying to like broker shit for his like MC hammer syndrome or something, you know, where all the boys from the hood, you know, got a, (laughs) got a job, you know what I mean? While meanwhile he went belly up and, but talking about how these are people, you know, some of which had disappeared, you know, leaving the area. And that's exactly what he said, thinking that the grass is greener, but it's not. And what most people don't realize or think about is that most of the country is made up of little areas, just like Northeast PA. I mean, obviously, New York, Washington, Philadelphia, Boston, those are the very small, obviously high in population density, but very small examples of our country. Um, Next is they also ignore the prime opportunity, like the project we were talking about before, Rich. I think it's great because 300 miles from Northeast PA is a shit ton of fucking great stuff that you can pull from and experience. And I mean, you can go to New York. It's super close. I mean, it's one of the benefits two, of the area. Two, we're what? We're two, two and a half hours from New York and Philadelphia. Two hours and right. 15 yeah. minutes from Broadway and 68th. I, I was to Philadelphia and back today. <clears throat> like, 
But I mean, people around here are like, oh, I gotta go to DuPont. Yeah, fuck it. Let me let me pack. <laughs> let me. Let me right. They complain about traffic here. Let me like, smoke this weed out of an apple. I, I lived at the corner of the 101 and the 405, arguably the worst intersection in the goddamn country. <laughs> and I survived. I was fine, right? But I was still the same guy who was like, oh, there's nothing to do here. You know, and and I I think too the the uh, you know people are so focused on you know you hear it over and over you heard it in some of those comments you know the Scranton government the county government this and that at the end you of the elected day elected them yeah as as shitty as or they are didn't which show yeah, up. yeah or well, you didn't show up didn't. Yeah. first right. of all most people around here do not vote I mean that's statistically a fact they just What's literally it, like, do not twenty seven to thirty two percent voter turnout yeah and it and it and it dives even farther every year what imagine say, that as oh, a grade on a test it doesn't it doesn't make sense not to vote in every single election because if you complain about any any level of your government if you didn't show up to vote for the little guy who's helping to make the decisions that lead up to the bigger fish it doesn't make sense just go and vote and even then you know they're they're not they're not educated about you know like who the, the ones, candidates are yeah who the yeah. candidates are what they stand for whatever um, they're voting based on you know names they recognize or or whatever but at the end of the day you know like even even the shittiest most corrupt of the politicians that we've gotten out of here have it, it when statistically if you break it down to numbers had a very tiny, small effect on your actual everyday life. You know, like at the end of the day, like, yeah, my taxes go up a little bit more. And then maybe that means one less comic or action figure that I can buy every year. Hey. But for the most, you know, which is <laughs> shitty, which is shitty as, as a collector, you know, and as a fan of that stuff, that's shitty. But you know what? I, the rest of my life and, and my funds and my job and whatever else, that's all in my hands. That's all me. Right. You know, like they, we, we act like uh, they make or break everything around here. You know, you can still go start up a business on your own and do what you want to do and fuck the politicians. If they fucked everything up, you know, so be it. But, you know, you can you can get past that, you know? Right. I, I think that when people sit there and they bitch and they want to point their finger to local government or whoever else, I mean, it's just, it doesn't matter who it is. Sure. They will find someone else to point their finger to and be like, you know what? My life sucks because you're an asshole. Right. You know, well, no, you're lazy or you're unmotivated or whatever. Um, you're deflecting. It just seems, yes, deflecting and just not taking ownership for your own choices or lack of activity or whatever. Yep. Um, just like not paying attention to local governments. Now, I will be the first to admit that I am not well-versed in politics. I mean, I understand the the fundamentals, but the thing is, is I am smart enough to understand that, you know, people bitch. I saw a friend actually post something on Facebook talking about how they weren't voting because fuck Hillary and fuck Bernie and fuck Trump, fuck everybody. And um, that I am basically saying I'm going to execute my choice by not making a choice. And I was kind of like, huh, okay, let's reevaluate this this friendship. But more importantly... <laughs> I thought you were going somewhere else on that. Is, well, no, I, I am. I am. But it just made me think, like, I was just like, all right, well, what is this person thinking? And um, But the thing no one pays attention to, and I think it's because people in general have a hard time seeing the long term, no matter mm -hmm. what it is that you're building. Like you said, you've been doing this for 10 years. Do you have 10,000 hits or whatever I, on anything? I honestly don't know. 
Well, whatever. But the point, though, is, is that who needs an Oscar? <clears throat> fuck it. Right. <laughs> but no matter what it is or how great it is, it takes time. You need to put in your time, just yeah. like, you know, my shop. I mean, I was just talking with a friend of mine and, not you know, success. But... No, absolutely not. Yeah. And I mean, I had days where I had zero customers, let alone enough customers to bring me to zero for the day. I'm talking mm-hmm. about zero customers until I got out there and people, you know, until I built a, a customer base and whatever. But that's looking at being able to see the big picture or part of the big picture, um, just like with local politics or smaller politics, where do do people think that our presidential candidates come from? I mean, they don't spring out of the fucking parallel universe where all these Marvel movies come from, where nobody pays for anything. I'm telling you, it happens. They they come from local politics originally, but they're not looking far far enough ahead. That's what Bernie was, and Hillary slept her way to the top. <laughs> that's a whole other conversation. No, yeah, I mean, but like, on. you know, at the end of the day, you know, people just, you know, be accountable. And if you, you know, if you, <clears throat> I, I dare everyone to go out. If oh, it's it's unheard of, but you know, I think it's in Trillia. It has six residents, and they still don't get a hundred percent voter turnout, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Like that's how this. For some reason, like some of them just, might have fallen into a crack and never come out. I mean, yeah, it's fair, hot but. down here. <laughs> And it smells like rubber. Um, but like, I, I, if everybody went out and voted, like, but but here's the other thing, like, and this is like parallel universe shit. If we had 100% voter turnout and everybody voted for who they wanted to, they'd still bitch. Oh, sure. Absolutely. He didn't say what he's, he's not doing what he said he was going to do. No. We still have potholes. <laughs> you just like, ah, like you can't. What is it? You please some of the people some of the time, but you can't please all the people all the time. Yep, that's what you do. You can't everybody's please a Monday morning quarterback. Just watch watch football fans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They think they own the Eagles. <laughs> they oh, are. We're going to have profit. a good team this year. You're not on the team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fight. You know, we're going to go out and kick it. No, you're not. You have no say you're in not anything, do anything. <laughs> with that fucking team. <laughs> Trust me. Pittsburgh's the same way. Oh, we're going to have a good team. No, you're not. We means that you're on the fucking team or have like some you're part. a shareholder right yeah. you're not right if you own if you own stock in apple you're gonna be like oh we're gonna have a good year all right then i can hear you fucking say that oh but oh, we're gonna have a good team this year no, iphone not. 7's gonna be awesome yeah you're <laughs> we're all- developing some good technology here i hope so i don't have stock but i still hope <laughs> We'll, we'll close with that. Uh, you know, thank you very much for listening. Thank you, Jamie, for being on. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Thanks for thanks for dude. Honestly, thank you, and thanks for you know one real quick thing. Lauren's the Matt Damon to my Jimmy Kimmel. Where I'm always like, <laughs> where I'm always like, we didn't have enough time for Lauren, and I give her shit. No, but honestly, like I think she can agree that like you know the stuff that you're doing for the community and the stuff that you're doing for the community, i.e. He just pointed at both Rich and... You know, I think think you guys, I think you guys are modest, but, you know, you guys are kind of heroic in my eyes and I think that that's awesome. So... You're doing shit too, even though you don't tell anybody. I don't tell anybody and, you know, I still cash the check. (laughs) That's what you got to do. That's like the, you know, Rich and I talked about this for the NES trail. I, for the first... Whatever. For a while, I didn't want to say anything about One Up Games mm-hmm. with NES Trail because I didn't want NES Trail to come off as like a cheap plug for for One Up, which is stupid but if, because. But, but everyone's going to know eventually. Well, right, well and that's what it. I figured. Right. Yeah. And um, but I, I remember sitting back and I, you know, because my wife and I have gone to different, you know, charity events, and you look around and you see 
corporate names plastered all everything. You know, banners, right. cups, the whole they, nine yards. Shameless with it, and absolutely. But, but, and I just but never okay felt comfortable. They paid for it. Right. So I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. That's what I'm going to do. Like, whatever. I mean, it's not over everything. But I mean, I allowed my One Up Games logo to be on the banner now, mm. sponsored by One Up Games. Yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, you know, that's how business stays in business. Right. And you and and you and and you don't look at it. And as long as you look at it and you're not ashamed. Oh, no, absolutely not. I'm very proud of it. And I mean, I. Because right, that's because this shit wouldn't happen without you. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And this shit wouldn't happen without you, Rich. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. No, see, I'm like exactly rich is like, oh, no. And I'm saying, no, yeah. If I Dude, didn't accept the fact, scene daddy, <laughs> scene daddy, you know what I mean? It's a, it's a nickname. I got it. Got talent. Just let it soak in. Let it let, let, speak like of which war- that that starts pretty damn soon. Oh, OK. What is that? The first, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. March 1st. March 1st. Is that a, is that a specific day? It's truth day. It's a Tuesday. Oh, I thought you said truth day. I wasn't making fun of you on that one. It might was, be the truth. Can I can I end by making Mark feel bad? Yes. One of my videos has three hundred thousand plus views. Holy fuck! What? It's a Lady Gaga dub smash thing. It's a mashup. Are you wearing something skimpy? No, it's literally a song. <laughs> I, she, your head at, I see brother? that look. No, because the thing is, is that honest to God, and I I pour over analytics like crazy, and I tell you that a woman could make the same video I make, say everything I say, do everything I do, word for word. And if she's wearing cosplay, boom, 300,000, you know, views yeah. or whatever. I mean, Maybe it's I ridiculous. Start doing that. I don't think it would work if you started doing no, it. Be no. Hysterical. Well, it might be. I got a lot of views today on the video of me looking at the getting scared about the train whistle. So and siren. Mm. No, 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 no. It's a different thing. <laughs> what if I came dressed as a Shibito and and made a video with you? I don't know what that means. Yo, well, actually, that's one of the things that we're doing too. And now we're like, I well, let's get, well, wait, let's wrap and then we'll talk about it. Thanks for showing up, man. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Great stuff. Lauren's going to be in the ring in Silent Hill. Lauren, can you say goodbye in your special way? <laughs> wow. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.